0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Googan Nation, time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hicken. You know what? Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a
1: big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> rise and shine. Googan's go time on a Thursday morning. I love when they let us out of the studio it, and today I'm loving it even more. I'm really going to just, just just focus in on the breaks today, and I'll tell you why coming up. I'm looking forward to, to the commercial breaks today, and you'll understand why as we uh, take you uh, along. We're a pretty cool place this morning, Renaissance uh, Bank. We're over here in Tapestry Park, basically next to Three Forks, right? Am I turned around? I got a little turned around. I went hicking on the way here. I got all uh, inside out here, uh, but a, uh, a terrific new... Gosh, I almost want to say service in town. And We're going to talk with the folks here, the fine folks who are having us out this morning. Let you know what Renaissance uh, Bank is is all about, Richie. You ever seen a place like this when you come to use the ATM? No, yeah, I didn't think so. All. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. And um, how, uh, how do you like your your setup? It's here? beautiful, dude. Look at the comfy the, chair. I mean, the, the whole the couch. whole the whole place here is is gorgeous. If you check us out on YouTube, you can see what we're talking about. Look at him. Give us a now. Look over there. See this YouTubers. Uh, that's called Augusta National Shh. it's actually the Georgia Golf Club um, and and so who knows maybe one day you'll be hitting into that screen uh, we'll, we'll get to a lot of those news and notes as, as we move along but we're at Renaissance Bank again um, the hicken arrival is an hour out it's a custom tree surgeons Thursday uh, we certainly have have a lot to get to here as we move along this morning we really Turn our attention to to college basketball and uh, more specifically March Madness. Um, <laughs> e, it, it happened again. Shocker! I know, right? If you're yeah, if you're a ranked basketball team and you're playing on the road, you're about a fifty fifty proposition uh, these days. Um, Maybe a little bit better than that, but not much. We had a few more of those upsets last night. Florida, no longer an unranked team. Uh, still trying to pull an upset on the road last night in the SEC. Boy, it would have been a sweet victory. But it was just this close to coming to fruition. Gators go on the road in Tuscaloosa. It's hard to imagine that Florida Alabama is a more compelling basketball matchup these days than it is football matchup. But uh, nonetheless, a Gators go on the road. If there's a disturbing trend for this Florida basketball team, and I think overall there's not a whole lot to disturb you. This is Todd Golden in year two trying to get his program up and running, pushing and and pulling and transfer portaling and recruiting and ultimately trying to coach his team into a, maybe a special spot in Gator history. I think the ceiling for this basketball team could have them playing deep into March. We'll see. Florida has shot up the net rankings, even got into the AP poll and went to Tuscaloosa last night. And back to the disturbing trend, if you want to call it that. They've had a, they've had a devil of a time holding leads, man. They've 20-point leads at home to LSU in Georgia that they hung on to win. They blew a lead against Mississippi State. They hung on to win. They, they've they gone on the road. They they led Wake Forest in a loss by double digits. They've had double-digit uh, leads in a few of their losses, including last night, because second half, uh, Gators built a 10-point lead. That backcourt is tough, boy. Uh, uh, Pulling and Clayton in, in those guys, but what has been a strength for Florida last night uh, bit them in the backside, They rebounding. Bama just killed them on the boards. Bama didn't shoot good. Florida did a pretty good job defensively, but despite all those big bodies, did not do a great job uh, on the boards. And despite a 10-point second-half lead on the road at number 13, uh, Gators saw that lead evaporate. They went to overtime and in OT. Uh, Florida lost by five. They, they fell behind. Bama scored the first seven points of overtime. It looked like it was going to be a, an overtime double-digit win, in fact. Uh, but the Gators fought back, and they had it within a point late. Uh, they forced a missed shot by Bama in the final seconds. They could have had a chance for a game winner, but an offensive rebound for the Tide, kind of a, gosh, kind of a scrambly uh, uh, offensive rebound. And so, like that, Florida falls on the road at Bama. They're now 18-8. and You could kind of feel it coming. Um, you know, they were kind of due for at least a bit of a letdown. And so um, – We saw that a bit, but I I don't know. They played with energy. They played with energy. It's another – boy, this basketball team is really close to being like 22-4 and and highly ranked with a bushel of impressive victories, but they're not. They're 18-8 and with a loss last night at Alabama. But overall, I still think this continues the arrow pointing up for Todd Golden's basketball program. That's a tough spot, man. I think Bama's undefeated at home this year. Um, in the SEC. They're, they're a good team. They lead the SEC. They're 10-2 going into the game. Florida will play Bama again. Later in the year, it, it may be the last regular season game. It's near the end of the regular season, and they'll get them in Gainesville, and and we'll see what has progressed by the time we meet at that point. Uh, SEC basketball, another topsy-turvy night. Ole Miss projected into the field, ranked um, until last week, go to Mississippi State. So what happens? They lose. Uh, Kentucky number 17 in the country, had a 15-point first-half lead at LSU. And the Tigers hit a bucket as the clock expires, and they beat Kentucky 75-74. Good luck picking the bracket in March Madness. I'll just say that, and we'll move along from college basketball for a while. Good luck picking it. Honestly, this is a year. Flip a coin. Hand it to someone who's not a basketball fan in your life and you know, tell them to pick their favorite nickname. Go buy colors this year. Do a blind draw. Because if you think you're going to predict how this thing is going to turn out, good luck. I think the answer is going to turn out a lot like last year turned out. And you're going to have to really kind of dig into your memory banks to remember. Because there was no Kansas. There was no Duke. There was no North Carolina. We didn't find Kentucky there or Arizona. Uh Uh-uh. San Diego State. Florida Atlantic. Miami. That's three-quarters of your Final Four last year. uh, Joined by a UConn team that at the midway point of last year, you weren't really sure what they were going to be. So it it is going to be another topsy-turvy March Madness. I can can promise you that. Well, golly, this didn't take long. A day after announcing the new 12-team college football playoff that would include five conference champions, and then, um, what, seven at large. But just uh, literally a day after announcing that, uh, the committee comes back uh, yesterday and tells us we're exploring options for expansion to 14. And as said, that didn't take long. Look, the conference uh, commissioners are going to find any way they can to ching, ching, ching add some money to this. And so the management committee who took forever to get us to a twelve team playoff, uh, we may just see two seasons of it. That five seven models in place for twenty four and twenty five. And when I say they're looking at a fourteen team playoff, I'm talking about now. Twenty twenty six is what they will be shooting for. All parties involved are expected to to be honest, probably probably to to, to uh To pass this. You know, I think that's where we're at. Big Ten commissioner uh, telling The Athletic yesterday, we've talked about formatting and 14 teams coming up. we got more work to do. All that stuff concerning multiple automatic qualifiers is premature, the ACC commissioner said. Not sure I'm listening to ACC commissioner Jim Phillips. Like, if you did a winners and losers column from how this whole college football relocation and and movement has gone. you got to put ACC dead, dead last in the loser column. Ah, Well, that's not fair. Behind the Pac-12. I mean, the Pac-12 watched their very impressive conference completely disintegrate. You want to talk about awful, awful management. But behind that, it, it would have to be the ACC. The Big 12 lost their power programs and suddenly have ended up better than the ACC. Think about that, and not just football. Look at basketball. I mean, even basketball, the ACC is struggling. Florida State wants out desperately, and when the either the courts or the discussions lead them there, Clemson will be right behind them, and North Carolina probably not far behind that. The ACC is is about to go Big Twelve from a couple of years ago. They are. They're going to end up in a situation where marquee teams aren't around. I mean, and think about where the Big 12 has left itself with Texas and Oklahoma saying bye-bye. Sure, there are teams that, given years, will will be contenders. But year in and year out, the Big 12, it's it's lost its brand names. It's lost its title contenders. It's lost its playoff combatants. Although that playoff gets a lot bigger and a lot juicier. And so, yeah, that didn't take long, huh? Uh, A whole day later, they tell us, that actually, we're thinking about a 14 team. Listen, if you're a football fan around these parts, FSU, Florida, uh, the more the merrier. I mean, at this point, in Gainesville, for a battered Gator football fan base, they're going to have to expand that field to about 48 to get Florida into consideration. But... Uh, meanwhile, 14, it looks like it's coming. I, I'm I'm for it. I mean, I'm for it. Do you give the top six now a bye? I don't even know how that works out into the math. 14 was pretty simple. Or 12 was pretty simple. You give, you give four a bye, and then those other eight teams remaining play four games, and there you go, right? Nice and neat. The NFL silly season is getting ready to start, and there's nothing silly about trying to build a winner. Uh, the Jaguars somehow, in a year, put themselves in a bit of a precarious position, right? A year ago, um, we just felt like the 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 we we were on top of the mountain, right? I mean, we were just right there. We did. There were some moves that needed to be made and weren't. Doesn't feel like that this time around. Not just here, but when you ask, you know, other either evaluation, uh, evaluators, analysts, go to a column right now of off-season storylines and power rankings and everything else. You're not going to find Jacksonville much in it. Maybe that's okay. But we got a hit here on uh, what's going on. I'm curious to see just how free agency plays out. I feel like we're all kind of assuming that uh, the Jags won't be in on especially any big names in, in free agency. But perhaps that's an incorrect thought. So... Free agency now, gosh, what, three weeks out? do a date check here. Where are we at? 22nd of February and free agency, I believe, March 13th begins. So, I mean, we're two, three weeks away from not just the Jaguars, you know, taking a look at the landscape and what might be out there. But we got a ton of free agents here. And I know we talk all about Josh Allen and Calvin Ridley. There are a bunch of other dudes, like fill-in players. It's real easy to throw the baby out with the bathwater when you crumble down the stretch. Real easy. It's real easy to do that. It feels like our front line and our support personnel aren't good enough. We lost five out of six down the stretch and blew a playoff appearance. So you feel like anybody who's a free agent on this team just let them go. Not that simple. Right there, there are another twenty guys with names like Smoot, uh, uh, Trey Herndon, some of the Tyler Shatley. You know there are guys in that mix. At some point, you kind of wonder: Do we? You know, do we need to rebuild? That rebuild that second wave? The team doesn't need a rebuild. It doesn't. There, there's there's still star players on this team. This, this is a team that's gone nine and eight back to back years. Far cry from the you know three-win seasons that we became accustomed to around here. But does does the second wave need to be rebuilt? And when you do that, it's a dangerous game. I mean, you're taking somebody else's Trey Herndon. You're taking somebody else's Dwan Smoot. You're taking somebody else's Tyler Shatley. My right, job one here is rebuilding this offensive line that just got so, just so manhandled uh, by the end of the year that it it, uh, it wasn't even – Uh, Fun to watch. It's that bad. All right, we're getting you up and rolling here on Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. We're at uh, Renaissance Bank over here at Tapestry Park right next to Three Forks. Uh, What a cool new place this is, and you're going to hear more about it. They got an official ribbon-cutting ceremony today. They wanted to have us out and be a part just around the corner uh, from the radio station. Happy to do it, but listen, man, if you're into commercial banking or in need of residential mortgages, this is your place. And uh, we're going to talk to my man Raj a little bit later on. You know, some dudes are just one name dudes. I know Raj gets out in the professional world, right? Like, right? Like Hicken. Some people call him Dan. Some people call him Hicken. Some people call me Jeff. Some people call me Prosser or Pross. Some dudes, they're just Raj. You feel me? All right, so we'll uh, we'll uh, take you through what we got going on out here today as well. So six four one ten ten. That's the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Happy to tell you, I don't have access to the text line out here today. So happy to tell you. I got no text lines, so get with E. Y'all have a good time in there. E, how are we doing this morning, my brother? Yo. Yeah? It's too bad you can't be out here with us. We could watch you dribble some balls down the fairway here. Top of you, but.
2: You know I get my LeBron James on out there. <laughs>
1: That's a little shot. It took a little shot at <laughs> Dan Marino lists his greatest quarterbacks of all time. And I, look. There are stories like this online all the daggum time. You can find a story like this. I can go tell you right. I can Google right now. Joe Montana list is all-time quote. Steve Young. But what's interesting about this is because of the person who's doing it. You want to talk about the importance of titles and winning? Exhibit A, Dan Marino. If Dan Marino had won three Super Bowls, he we might call him the GOAT. With zero, he's forgotten, isn't he? But if you were around like I was when Dan Marino was flicking it through defenses in his prime, was there anyone better? Who does Dan the Man say the best quarterbacks are of all time? And this is becoming a more pertinent question because of one Patrick Mahomes and what he's doing out in Kansas City. Uh, so I'll jump into that just a little bit. We've got other NFL news for sure. There's a football team in Miami that's much better, it seems, than the Dolphins or the Hurricanes, I'll explain. And much more as we get you up and rolling on a custom tree surge Thursday. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. <laughs> <laughs> you got to figure it out quick, man. So anyway, we're we're this morning live at Renaissance Bank, it's newly opened here at the Tapestry Park, it's right next to the Three Forks, right off the Southside Boulevard, right. Full-service bank, specializing commercial, uh, specializing commercial banking, residential mortgages, and other. But what a facility, man! And the back here in this back area where we are set up today, we have a golf simulator. So, I mean, I don't know what y'all did the last five minutes. I played 18 at TPC. I, you know, it's just what I'm doing here. Uh, the breaks, but it's fantastic. We'll let you know more about this uh, this super place. Uh, they showed me, uh, you call them ATM. This is an ITM. And what this thing does when you step up to its interface is I, I suddenly, man, I'm in a sci-fi movie, E. That's where I'm at today. I'm in a sci-fi movie. More on that as we move along. I, I'm going to offer up a residual pest of the day. Like, this guy's is, is gone, apparently not forgotten, but I got a Pest of the Day right now brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions because he's now even, he's the gift that keeps on giving. He's Urban Meyer. Why is Urban Meyer Pest of the Day? Not for anything new that he's done. Not that Herbs cares. Uh, you know, Herbs, he's cashing that $8 million Fox paid him last year, just bebopping around. Uh, gosh knows what. You know, tush he was grabbing last night. But I'm sure Urban's up to something no good. The disgraced uh, ex-Jaguars head coach, though, has earned a very dubious spot at the top of one particular list. Jags have had some good coaches in their history. Tom Coughlin. Um, (laughs) Well, that's not fair. Doug Peterson, pretty good coach, too. Uh, Marone had a, I don't know, a... Breath of success, maybe. Uh, meanwhile, we got a list here of the worst coaches in NFL history. Dude like, a dude named Mike Tanier has put together the list. And what do you know? Old Herbs gets the top spot as the worst head coach in NFL history. The argument is that his awfulness went beyond the football field, and that's fair. Uh, the only one I won't put any stock in is Josh Lambeau's ridiculous little he kicked me. That uh, trust me on that one. Uh, Lambo shouldn't get in on the on the gravy train of urban's mistreatment. That 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 was well, he at the very least embellished. What happened out on the practice field, man? He's a kicker. And so I don't care what Lambeau says. I'm not going to get into He kicked me on the practice field. Uh, and you hurt. And I, I know I haven't made a kick in a month, but I'm a person too. Um, But what we really remember about Old Herbs is just coming in and completely junking Trevor's uh, first year. He was fired midway through. They went on. I mean, what, what do you want me to tell you, bro? How many examples do we need? Dude took his team to Cincinnati for a Thursday game, let the team fly back without him, and then rather than, I don't know, go to a family reunion, he's playing grab ass in some sports bar. Some 24-year-old backing it up on him. This guy was an abject disaster. He hired a strength coach that came with baggage so much so he was let go the very next day. Yeah. You know, obviously the the ridiculous decision of staying up in Cincinnati, and even the more ridiculous of hitting on you know girls half his age. Um, so just an abject disaster. He the football decisions weren't much better. There was little to no success. The offense never got going. Trevor never got into a rhythm. His staff was no good. He was just an abject disaster. And now, think of all the bad coaches that have come and gone. There have been some that have gone over, but no, at least according to this, it's not, you know, uh, Bobby Petrino or Josh McDaniels. It's not Matt Patricia or Adam Gase who also got votes. Nope, the worst coach in NFL history, at least according to this list, is our boy Urban Meyer, and that's today's best. Not for anything he's done recently, just for bringing us this residual. The pest of the day is Urban Meyer. Hey, man, think ain't got no Urban Meyers over there at Mission Pest. Solutions. You have solutions to any pest problems you may have. Serving Jacksonville, and the entire area. When you call nine four four pest you'll speak directly with the owners. Those owners, Jacksonville, uh, veteran and locally owned. It's mission: pest solutions. Justin Fields has had enough. I- I'll get into this a little bit more. And I I I heard him speaking on a podcast with the St. Brown brothers. Now. Amon Ross St. Brown is an all-pro with Detroit. I'm pretty sure he's got a brother. Is it Equinemia? Some strange name, yep. St. Brown. Right? Doesn't he play with the Bears, right? So he plays yeah. with Justin Fields. Uh-huh. And they get Fields on. Fields was in the news yesterday for what? Remember? Do you remember what he did? Unfollowed um, the unfollowed, Bears on social yeah. media, right?
2: A- and the NFL, yep.
1: Yeah, so he was asking about unfollowing the Bears in the NFL. And i got to be honest, I've never seen, maybe it was because of the – company he was keeping in this podcast i've never seen justin fields look this comfortable though agree you know, you, so you, do you agree with that right did that yeah. jump out at you a yeah, little he bit was
2: very comfortable and relaxed yeah.
1: yeah yeah it looked much more comfortable than relaxed than i'm typically used to seeing uh, justin fields and he said a couple of things that would fly in the face of um you know, removing the Bears or the NFL from his consciousness, like he's sick of both of them. You know what he's sick of? He's 24 years old. He, he's getting ready to go into, you know, vacation mode. He literally said he's about to go somewhere, some tropical island, and he just doesn't want football in his timeline. I'm sick of it, he said. But he also doubled down on a couple of things. I thought was interesting. He did. He, he wants to stay a Bear. I, didn't you? Uh, didn't you take that as sincere? E? Did you hear that? I quote? did. Yep. I did too. No, I want to be here, but you know what? If they don't want me and they keep you know, playing kissy face with this college prospect, oh, well, what can I do? But I'll tell you this, I'm sick of hearing about it, man. Very honest answer, and it wasn't said at all. Sometimes it's important when someone says something to hear them say it or to read what they said. Because you could take even the quotes from what Justin Fields said yesterday, and if you put your own tone of voice into it, they could come across very differently than they did. What I heard yesterday when Justin Fields was a humble yet frustrated quarterback. Who – here is here is uh, Justin Fields on just
2: tired of it all. Do you want to stay in Chicago or what's up?
3: Yeah, of course. Of course I want to stay. Um, to be honest, bro, I'll be trying to like, you know, with all the talk, it's,
4: it's hard to, you know – guess kind of just boom be in one place but i can't see
2: myself playing in another place but i know how that league is like eq is probably the same way uh before you left green bay but i mean if it was up to me i would want to stay in chicago i love right. the city the city's lit the the fans there, are you know
3: they're great
4: mm-hmm. and the
3: people but um <laughs> it's a business i ain't got no control over it so whatever right. happens happens but i feel like the biggest thing with all this going on right now i just want it to be over like just let me know if I'm getting traded. Yeah. Let me know if I'm staying this and that because I like watching film in the offseason. I like watching the offense, you feel me, seeing what they're going to do a lot and uh, stuff like that. So,
1: Yeah, I, hey, Atlanta, do, do, take a bus up there and grab that man and bring him home and, and let him see what he can do for you. You feel me? He's true. improved every year, man. He's in a terrible position up there. Obviously, passing the football in Chicago is a difficult task. We have noted that they are a franchise that is the only franchise that hasn't reached certain markers when it comes to pass production. They've never had a 4,000-yard passing season. They've never had a 30-touchdown passer. You know, things that just about everybody. I mean, Blake Bortles reached those numbers game. So it is, it is for whatever reason, and if you go back in your mind to – Tell me the receivers that have wild you playing for the Bears. E can you give me a give me give me the you know the the all star list of Bears receivers through the years?
2: Uh, Brandon right? Marshall.
1: Right? For a cup of That's
2: coffee.
1: <laughs> yeah, Brand, I mean, what a Curtis Conway, you gonna sell me? Right? Ricky Pro? What are we doing? Uh, uh, yeah. Allen Robinson certainly didn't fit the bill, so they have just struggled in the passing game forever. Even the the years that Chicago was a winner. Okay, they won a Super Bowl. They did it with defense and Walter Payton, didn't they?
2: Yeah, like who were their receivers when they won the Super Bowl? Oh
1: gosh, they they actually they had uh, Willie Gault, um, was was one. I could probably come up with a with a couple more. But they I just ran remember the, the, defense. Yeah, yeah, the defense. Yeah, yeah, the defense. Yeah, for sure. Well, that well that one. Yeah, they went to the Super Bowl again with defense and running. Was that maybe Matt Forte when they yeah, went Matt with Matt Forte uh-huh. when they went with Rex Grossman, the former game? Rex Grossman went to a Super Bowl game. Uh. <laughs> like, wrap your brain around that one. Um, so, anyway, that's a Justin Fields. We've got more NFL news in a football fix. This is more Miami-specific. You know, I said before we went to break, you don't think winning's important. You don't think it matters. It can be such a – and here's the, here's the irony, or maybe it's not, because maybe part of being great, um, even though you're on a team sport, is winning. But you, you want to talk about the biggest difference between a – I don't know if I can come up with this in any sport. I don't know if there's another sport where if a guy would have won, he could he could not just improve his legacy, but could go from being dismissed in the conversation to thought of as the greatest of all time. There aren't many that can do that. You know what I'm saying? Carl Malone could have won a couple titles. He still was never going to be the GOAT. I'm just trying to think of players who played long portions and never won championships. But at the most important position, in our favorite sport of American football, if Dan Marino had a couple or three Super Bowls, he would be in the conversation of the greatest quarterback of all time. He has zero. He's not included. Is he?
2: Nope. We, and, I'm, we and I'm learning. Never
1: talk about him. Mm-hmm. He, you got to understand, man. I was growing up in, in, not growing up, I was a young adult in Marino's prime. I'm not sure to this day there's anybody to go back there and zip it around like Marino could.
2: I'm hearing that more and more now, like how great he was. Not just I'm good telling how great you, he was.
1: I'm telling you, not good, buddy. Great. He was asked recently for his own list of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Now Marino is on a list. If you get to the top ten, I'm not sure Marino still cracks the top five though, because you got Brady and Manning and Mahomes just of recently who all won championships, and get uh, uh, multiples. In fact, and it, it it rightly puts them in a higher spot than a guy who couldn't win one. But if Marino had titles, we'd be talking about, you know, Brady, Montana, Mahomes, Marino, Manning. I bet you. I bet you that'd be a top five in some order. And with championships, uh, Dan Marino would have his arguments for being number one, just skill wise, just physical skill, watching to do eye test, all of it. So, who does Marino think should be on the quarterback, Mount Rushmore? Well, there's supposed to be four, but uh, he couldn't do that. He went with five. Uh, those five, according to Dan Marino. Joe Montana. Okay. John Elway. Yep. Jim Kelly. Yeah, Nah, that's, that's too big of a nod to your era. And Jim Kelly was a fantastically productive quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Okay? Jim Kelly's not up there with those other dudes. He's just not. But anyway, he is on Marino's list, and that's the one we're talking about. Not Jeff's list, Marino's. And then he goes too deep with uh, some more contemporaries. Patrick Mahomes, he's got to be considered one of the best ever, too, Marino said. And you got Tom Brady. You got a lot of guys. There's a lot to pick from, and he's true there. Brady and Montana being part of Marino's list is why Marino isn't on the list. Because they won. Brady has three more Super Bowls, seven, and twice as many Super Bowl starts than any other quarterback, Montana, the closest to that uh, championship pedigree, 4-0 and in Super Bowls, and he was the first player to win the Super Bowl MVP three times. So uh, there are your five. I guess uh, the biggest noticeable absence there would be Peyton Manning, right? And does Peyton Manning belong over Jim Kelly? Um, heck to the yes. Agreed. And again, right. But but look, this is Marino's era, Right. You know, you're asking a guy who watched Jim Kelly beat him regularly, go to Super Bowls and championships. So, but Peyton Manning is a better quarterback by any measurement, legacy, currently, championships. And I like Jim Kelly. I mean, he has a you know a blue collar, the tough guy quarterback. He ain't Peyton Manning, so that's a miss. But listen, when you get into these different eras and you're asking guys from different times, it's hard not to harken back to the time that you played and put a little bit more value. Um, on those than others. All right, I, I mentioned before we went to break. I'm talk about another football team in Miami that, uh, quite frankly, probably has a lot better championship hopes uh, than even the Dolphins, and certainly not the Miami Hurricanes. You know what that football team is?
2: I'm listening.
1: You ready? You ready to roll your eyes? That'd be that'd be Inter Miami down there in the MLS. Uh, <laughs> we we don't we don't offer up. Um, updates on MLS season openers. But I I don't know how either Miami or the MLS did this. This has like a live golf feel to it. You'll never get the ROI out of this, but maybe you will. But Miami down there, the MLS, they went and got two of the best players in the world, and they're sticking them in the MLS. I mean, this would be like the CBA, the old Continental Basketball Association, or some Euro basketball team, you know, uh, you know, AC Roma basketball signing Giannis and Kevin Durant, LeBron and Steph Curry. That's probably a better example because these two players are older. And I only bring this up because they opened the season last night, and it just dawns on me that even a person of more limited soccer knowledge, I'm aware that Lionel Messi and Luis Suarez – are two of the best soccer players in the world. They have been for the last 10, 15 years. Now, granted, they're more in that demo of Ronaldo. and They've been around longer, a little longer than the toot. But you're going to take those two guys and you're going to put them in MLS? How about if they play every game? Miami will win every game. There's my expert MLS commentary from a guy who has never watched an MLS soccer game in his life. Dang. Never. Never watched an MLS soccer game. But I've watched enough sports to know you're going to give one of these little MLS teams, Messi and Suarez? And, and and my boy, you know, J.P. McCabe from Wichita, who had a fantastic college career at Kansas, is going to beat him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Let's come back with a uh, football fix. You're listening to The Drill. We're live today on location. We're at Renaissance uh, Bank. Um, w- what, a, what an awesome place this is, and they're going to tell you more about it as we move along. I am uh, staring right now at – Number, I, I got to think this is like, uh, it's either 1 or 13. Where are we at? No, we're at 11. We're at 11. We're at 8 Corner,
2: uh, oh, ladies and gentlemen. That's right where you wanted to be.
1: You, well, I mean, here at Renaissance Bank, baby, you come in here and you're playing Augusta. I don't know what else to tell you. I'll let them <laughs> explain further as we uh, move along. Uh, idea to, you know, if you're ever going to change employment, I, mean, I could get a job over here. What could I be? Could I be an assistant to some assistant? Where's Prosser? I saw him. We're going to have to fire him. He's back in the simulator again. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. You're listening to The Drill.
5: Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Here
3: comes the money.
5: Here we go. Money talk. talk. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. <laughs> Yes! Yeah! Yes, sir! Catch! Where am my stats? E!
3: Yo! Yeah. Where my money?
2: I don't know, but Jeff did it right this time, man. What'd he do? Oh, he took them headphones off, man. Sheesh!
1: <laughs> I need that his to, to go down a little bit for me, E. <laughs> oh. Or turn his to me down. Yes, sir. Yeah. Good to be here, I yeah, think. Still a. more, more, more. Thursday. More, more. Oh, <laughs> Loving it. Yeah, that's louder. Loving it. Lower. It's all happening okay, right here. Okay, there we go. Now I need mine. I can so I can still hear. I can't do them both. It's one or the other. <laughs>
2: Man, can we just get to a break so Jeff could golf?
1: I don't want to golf. I ain't golfing anymore either.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Despondent. That. Despondent. That is just, just
5: beautiful yeah. here today.
1: Uh, this a beautiful place. We're at Renaissance Bank here uh, to, uh southside right next to wow. three forks it's a gorgeous place full service bank but really uh, specializing in commercial uh, banking residential mortgage. but more than anything take a step into the future and see what's where Tennessee things old are Raj, headed. man yeah. Raj, i was
4: running to Raj in a while yeah.
1: so yeah sister was married to Roger Weeder 12 new
5: well, the legends Titan legends Legend. of the Lord. Every
1: time I see Weeder, he looks exactly like the last time I saw him too. Weed is uh got uh, some white hair now, I bet.
4: Weed is a uh uh he would fit into the burgundy movie. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, he could be
1: part of the action news you know yeah, team. He would be part right. of the burgundy yeah, movie. Yeah, That's he, fair. He was great. Yeah.
4: He was great. So anyway, it's good to be here. Good, good uh, day. Uh, Yesterday I was I like to play guess your reaction
1: like to myself before it starts I do this on a number of topics but there are some in particular that I gauge a little bit more so I've made my own internal personal guess at Dan's reaction and we'll see if it matches okay. I'll let you know as we move along. These are going to be topical things. There's not going to be. Oh, playing into one Well, no, you don't have to really do that. I just, you know, I know that Florida lost another double digit lead last night at they Alabama. Did. I did I didn't that one didn't It didn't feel like they blew a game? No. Okay, good. No. Well, not proud of you.
4: Not at all. It was uh 10 points on the road against a three point shooting team that I mean, uh I didn't feel I mean, I looked up and saw 72-62 and I was like, "Okay." Yeah.
1: Okay. And that's late, by the way. That's the six minutes to go.
4: And uh, uh, but I didn't feel like that game was anywhere near and it wasn't because it wasn't like being up twenty at home to Georgia. Or LSU. Oh yeah, those games were Right. Blowing. There's a flaw. Yeah. That that last night this is was just slug fest. Yeah, okay. And, good. Uh, yeah. Two good teams going at it. Uh, now with
1: that said,
4: hmm. win the dad gum game, man.
1: Yeah, they You know it's a little those... Yeah. They got killed on the boards, which is yeah. rare for them.
4: Well, you know, I've you know said the... I've said this a couple times this year when they match up against some big dudes on the other side they get a little wimpy and 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 listen they got beat by 10 offensive rebounds for bama but man alabama's 2 for 18 from the behind they're the arc they're getting some weird bounces they're going to get <laughs> you're more you're 2 for 18 behind the arc some more opportunities gosh dog man that's a great oppor- and listen alabama's won now 16 sec games in a
1: row yeah they're 11 and, 11 and 2 in the conference they're the leader
4: so i i they're good. Um, they're – they've got – you know, it's interesting to watch their team and how they play. I don't like them. I don't like Alabama. I wanted to really win that game. I, I get to, it. I wanted to stick it to the Bammers. Um but we didn't. So I think it's that. encouraging.
1: I, I, I this is what I'll say after watching last night. I know Bama is a top five net ranked team. They're mm-hmm. the leader in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Florida's as good as Alabama. Oh, Florida's yeah. really as good as anyone they have played this year, Dan. Yeah. And, I, and and if that's the case, and/or you know that puts you, it puts you behind UConn. Mm-hmm. It puts you behind. I mean, as as you start, mm-hmm. it puts you behind Purdue. And it comes to like rolling the ball out there and getting a winner. That's well, about it.
4: Let me tell you the. The Gator conundrum that is about to occur here, and E, you'll like this. This will help you, I think. Okay. A Gator conundrum is this: when your school, there's a there's an unwritten rule in the in the sheets of integrity that we fill out, where we will have the March Madness contest with the loser spinning the wheel. Okay. Okay. There there is a unwritten rule that if your school's in. You ride them. You ride them for a, a little bit farther than the. You, like if they're a 12 seed, you probably ride them to the field of, you know, you might take them to 16. You get them through the first week. If they're a six, seven seed, you got to show some guts and, and ride them, me. And, and this is a Florida team, and Jeff just said it this is a Florida team that is capable of making a run. But somehow, way, it's also for a team that has this formula where they lose. I, I, also, so, and, and I also, and so, cla- I want to also, I want to, well, I was going to say, so the conundrum is taking them to the final four and then getting your heart broken yeah, you gotta, and
1: losing the wheel. Got to play, got to play the ceiling. <laughs> got to play the ceiling on, on this basketball team. It, it goes a little bit further. I would even clarify f- further. When I say take out those two teams that have separated, and even they, especially Purdue, are sketchy bets when it comes time to put your money on them. Uh-huh. I'm not saying Florida can play with the teams after those two. Yeah. I'm saying they're as good as anybody else but in they basketball. But could win. But those are different things. And you, I, can't, like, you can play with them. You can be. No, no. I'm saying Florida is every bit as good as Kansas and Kentucky and Alabama. I believe that.
4: And one of the things that I said earlier this year is that I think Florida – is better than their record, and I, th- I I still believe that. But but you know, and they've won a couple since. But they need to keep winning. And look again, they won seven of eight, and their only loss was one point. And last night's game went overtime, so even their losses are close. Nobody's blowing them out. The pl- the the play last night was Gators plus ten
1: by the time the game started. Yeah, I so it was eight and a half yesterday yeah. morning. So ten. By, by and by the way, I. They outperformed what I thought. I thought yesterday was one where they would go, be be a little tired, fall behind, the crowd get on them, and they'd lose by 18 points because those happen also. And the fact that that didn't happen, I think it shows some continued growth and toughness out of this basketball team. I think it was the best SEC game of the year, quite honestly. And now you're going to have, although it was followed up by Kentucky
4: LSU, which was unbelievable, and boy, Kentucky got daggered. LSU
1: I mean, symptomatic of kind of what college basketball has become, man. I mean, you, you can't take anything for granted against anyone. I mean, Penn State beats Illinois last night. Yeah. Um, it, you know, LSU beats Kentucky like, yeah. every night in college basketball. There's some unranked team beating somebody 15 to 25 because the difference isn't that like great. I, I want to throw Houston, by the way, into that category teams yeah. I wouldn't want to play. No. I don't think Florida's as good as Houston.
4: Houston only gives up 55 a game we talked about that yeah. the other day shout out to uh, lsu jerry though As the uh the they, they, i'll say this their coach keeps them playing yeah. hard they where don't where did get they get him
1: from where he come from one of those like mid-major yeah. like made a run to the who, tournament who kind of that? teams right what's his name mcmahon will will something no no that was will wade was the old guy oh well it's w- matt right. mcmahon is matt the mcmahon guy.
4: i knew it was uh a consonant uh delight <laughs> some alliteration work might be I don't know. I would I'd just be guessing if I if I said where he came from.
1: But anyway, uh, it was kind of a good night in college basketball. I had... my Gators did lose a quad one win yesterday. Remember how they gained a quad oh, one win because Pitt. Pitt had won? Well, yeah. Pitt then turned around and lost, and so it's now <laughs> it's a quad two win again. Um,
4: I had a nice little uh, 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 local moment last night. I would give a little shout-out. I was watching... watching Florida basketball and Florida baseball. Gators were playing UNF. I also went by the softball game after class. I figured something out about uh, softball, D1 softball. Mm -hmm. Your kids play softball. That's great. Let them play softball. Um, If you have dreams of your your daughter playing at a big school, she better be six foot tall. They're all big. Oh, my God, dude. I mean – uh, so I saw the reigning SEC player of the year. That's Skylar Wallace for Florida.
1: Oh, you're watching Florida UNF softball.
4: Yeah, yeah I went over there after Oh, I class. thought you meant
1: baseball. saying no, two days in there. a row? No, okay. they yeah. were in Gainesville yesterday. Yeah.
4: So I, 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 I doubled in. Okay. So anyway, I finished class, and I'm like, oh, the lady Gators are playing softball. I'm going to go watch them. And so you get into
1: college softball for free? Uh, Do you know? I don't well, know. You I, know. May I just have stood outside watched, okay. so I didn't go All in. Right. Okay.
4: Um, I don't think so, though. All right. But anyway, a good crowd. Um, and, and so I'm watching and, uh, you know, and I wanted to see, uh, uh, Ava Williams is, uh, is white chocolate's daughter. Mm -hmm. She's hitting nine, She's only hitting a hundred. She's one
1: one of the best softball high school players in the country. Shows you the the difference,
4: man. That ball comes in fast Mm -hmm. from a short distance. It's a small field. It's gotten better and better. Just like other sports soft women's softball at that level is bang, bang. Yeah. You know, ball gets hit, you get it, you throw it. Yeah. And they're out. That's why it's but good. But if you that sit that... there and you wait and wait and throw it, right. they're safe. It's too short. It's like um, a little league field. It's literally it, a little it league is. field. It is. And and that's just what they – it's it's interesting. And the the leadoff hitter for the Gators is one of those running running starts. You know, yeah. so she she runs two steps and slaps yeah. it. And, by God, she got on base. Is Florida's
1: softball – I know Florida has had times where their softball program is as good as anyone in the country. It seems, by I my think, recollection, they haven't been so good the last few well, years. Well,
4: not, not – yeah, not, they've been like close. but title not, Yeah, not Natty.
1: And what are they this year?
4: I think they're going to be in the next couple of years. They're very young. Still Tim Walton? Is that still the coach? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very young. And so they had this girl, uh, Ava Brown, pitched. I don't know if she's their number one, uh, but she hit a home run, too. So she's, you know, when she pitches, I guess she hits, too, because she can hit. Okay. Uh, they've got the SEC Player of the Year, who I'm sure Florida's NIL gave some money to stay. Uh, but anyway. My point was uh that the, the the ladies who play women's college softball at that level are
3: big, big girls.
4: girls. And when I say big, I mean like tall. Yeah. And they also they also, you know, have some girth. Like some big girls, man. Big thick girls, yeah. We, you, hey, like, we watch the women's yeah. college world series. I, I see know. these girls yeah. round in the bases.
1: Yeah. Big girls. But if, but
4: if your daughter's five foot four and she's a star you know, um, good luck. Good luck. I, I I would almost wonder, and again, I didn't see every Florida player, but I almost wonder if they don't even look at, like, girls who are 5'5 and shorter. I,
1: well, I mean, it that happens you. in other sports. Yeah. I mean, It, it was it,
4: interesting, though. I, I I kind of, man, it has become a, a very competitive. And, look, Florida, I was watching their batting order and Texas and UNF Colorado girls. I mean, UNF's. I think it was her D.H. got up there. She looked like she was Willie McCovey's size. I'm telling you. It was was impressive. So, anyway, I watched a little of that. But then also uh, kind of a a neat thing, Jeff, for me, and we all have these moments, but last night I was watching Florida UNF baseball along with the Gators basketball team because my son Brooks had the game on his phone so I could watch. And our guy Brett Dennis – Who went to Providence with Brooksy last year? The pitcher goes in to pitch for the UNF.
1: Pitches a freshman right out of the gates. True freshman. Is that
4: expected? Well, he pitched an inning, I think, against Delaware over the weekend or last Friday. So he goes in. Is that the kid that pitched the game I went to? Probably. Yeah. He pitched almost every Final Four game. He was a horse for us. And really good player. He's always what we grew up with him. Anyway, I was proud. You know, so Brett goes in. Now imagine this Brett goes in to pitch for Florida. Or for UNF, leading off for the Gators, Jack Caglione.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, Brett struck Jack him Tani. out. Jack Taney. Oh, oh, Dennis is at UNF. Yes. Oh, I thought you were saying it was at Florida. No. Oh, okay. Well, Brett that'd...
4: struck him out. Well, good uh, for him. Next up, Luke Heyman struck him out. Wow. So, he went one and two-thirds, and they took him out for a lefty-lefty, I think. Uh, but he no runs. Uh, did Terrific. Uh, he walked I think he walked two but who won the game uh Florida he was up to Florida was up seven nothing
1: mm-hmm.
4: uh but he was up to he was up to 94 but his slider looked he looked great I was so proud I was just it was like a proud you know 94 wow yeah I mean we've known him since he's like nine years old sure. eight years old so okay. it was great to see him awesome. it. it's always fun to do that. yeah so I was happy for him and his family uh they're baseball people so uh, shout
1: out to the Dennis family. I watched a. It was uh, great. I, I I don't root against the Gators very often. But you ever. were pulling for the kid. But I was pulling for the guy. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the best of both worlds because you know you're going to get the team victory. And you yeah. well that's some success true. for somebody <laughs> that you know personally. Um, I watched last night. I had a, a brand name uh, question popped into my head last night as I'm watching a, or as I see the, a score tr- uh, roll by. And I said, you know, I'm going to ask this question tomorrow. Okay. Who will make a Final Four in their sport next? Okay. Indiana basketball. Oh, boy. Or Nebraska football. Oh, boy. Nebraska and Indiana played in basketball last night. And the fact that Indiana lost at home to Nebraska by a million. Would you say rather? um, I uh, mean, Final Four, not a playoff. Well, Okay. I mean, making the tournament
4: in the, okay. in the,
1: is not going to impress me in NCAA I would say, uh, basketball.
4: I would say that um, Indiana basketball is a long way away and, and that Woodson's not going to work. He's been there a while now. He hasn't done enough. They still have the passion, but that's it. I I, I follow uh, crazy man. Matt Rule? No, uh, uh, Indiana guy, Dan Dockett. Yeah. Oh, he just eviscerates Indiana basketball because he. Well, they've
1: been they've been yeah. stuck uh, for too long in in mediocrity as well. They've they've done one of those really. They did a couple Final Fours,
4: right? But like yeah, Davis, they had it with, didn't Davis get them to the Final Four? Yeah, Was that's not,
1: been twenty years though.
4: Yeah, and then they came back again. But other than that, we have to talk to Mister Eden well, Kendall about that. Well,
1: there's also been some there's there's a reality of like coaches they've had and then dismissed who weren't successful have been like Calvin Sampson's terrific Dan.
4: Yeah, that was – a bit, well, he he
5: was – He ran afoul of the, the yeah, rules. Yeah. yeah, so they had to. But did he
1: He didn't win at Indiana either, did he, or did he? I just don't remember because it was – I remember it not ending know. well. That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah. But um, they had a year with Woodson. Yes. Well, last year or two years ago, they had a year where no, people were impressed with is him. Isn't this
4: Woodson's second run at
1: Indiana? No, he played there. I don't think he ever coached there. He coached the Hawks. He coached the Knicks. I don't think he's okay. been the head coach at – I mean no they went from what Bobby Knight to Oh I could never No do I that. mean there hadn't been that many. They went from Bobby Knight to what Davis? Um they had um uh they had Tom Crane for a while, right? Right, Calvin Sampson for a cup of coffee. They had Tom Crane, that's right. He was They, they had the uh, the uh the the brother um Miller, right? Yes. Sean Miller or who's Archie. The, Which one do they have? Who's the one at Dayton? That's Archie. He's going to get the Ohio State gig. I Although, he, no, it's Sean now at Dayton, maybe. I don't know where these – no, Sean <laughs> went back to – did Sean go back to, like, Butler or something? I don't know where these guys are. I uh, know. So the, that guy got screwed in the whole – That we had that little brief period of college basketball where the power programs all got in trouble. The guy who lost most in, all, most in all that was Sean Miller at Arizona. Like so he, did, he got run out. Yeah, and Woodson,
4: the, it, Woodson is – Nine and uh, twenty-one and fourteen, twenty-three and twelve, and fourteen and twelve this year with Indiana. Yeah, so twenty. The tw- last
1: year then they had a decent year, yeah, and were co- in the tournament, but didn't do coach
4: anything. star. Coach star Knicks and Hawks to nothing.
1: He was okay with the he Hawks. Okay. He got him going. Know, he, he got him going, and then. But they're 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 wailing on him over there. Um, I mean, that's kind of weak. I mean, he won as a – they're not – I don't know, dude. It's hard, It's it's so different. It's so you, – you get so used to brand names being brand names and power programs being power programs, and then you wake up and they're not. And, look, Miami football is close to being thrown in that category. It's been a long time. It doesn't close. seem like to us. Yeah, but do you still – I don't feel yet like they can't ever win again. Or some of them you get to that point. Oh, like, I – you think, they, you think they can? I don't know why you can't. You're in Florida. Yeah. If you get the right, you know, cash guys and the right coach, then you can, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, you're in a cakewalk conference. We could just put it together a year.
4: I said, after Bob Knight came Mike Davis, Kelvin Sampson, Docich did interim, Crean, Archie, and Mike Wilson
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did them. We did them pretty much in order. And uh, But it was Archie. Yeah, you got the wrong one. Let's see. I think Sean Miller is back at, like, you know, Xavier or Butler or wherever he came from. I think Xavier, maybe? Dayton. Is it one of Dayton? He went back to Dayton? I don't know. Now you got me off. Sean and
4: Archie, are they twins, by the way? I think they no. are. are. they? No, they're just brothers. <laughs> they look a lot alike. They one might of them be was, twins. Wasn't one of them the pit point guard? Yeah, that was Sean Miller. He was like a little
1: phenom kid growing up. Yeah. And, yeah. He was on like Letterman or something. I saw I him
4: play against JU years ago. I saw him play in, in Gainesville. How about that?
1: Yeah, that was with Jerome Lane and Charles Smith and those guys. Your guy, Charles Smith.
4: All right, so we're just warming up here. Uh, we got a lot going on here, at Renaissance Bank. So it'll be a fun day. Yeah, today. it's a
1: it's a it's a new branch in town. They've got a big ribbon cutting ceremony today. They are all full service banking, but this is like. This is the, the 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 direction that boutique banking is boutique. going, and they got a great uh, place here. So a full service bank, but really specializing in commercial banking, residential mortgages. Um, uh, stop by and see them either this morning or or reach out at Renaissance dot com, uh, because I I tell you what, this place is fantastic. Let's take a quick break. It's custom tree searches Thursday. We'll come back with a ten minute drill. We got Doc Kevin Murphy uh, coming up today and more. You're locked and loaded on 1010 XL 92.5 FM. All right,
4: we got some sports concepts and rationalizations. We call it the ten minute drill. At the end of the drill, we hand out a prize pack. E, what's our razzle dazzle today?
2: Oh snap! We still got some tickets to go see Dave Matthews Band. Yes, we do. Uh, May 29th at the Dailies uh, at Daily's Place. All you gotta do is holler at your boy at the end of the ten minute so- drill. Hick?
5: Yes.
1: Do you suppose it's a uh, forty-eight? I, can you my playback up so I can hear myself? No, wrong one. Test that. No, wrong. There you go. There we go. Um, and let's just kind of leave them there, maybe. Um, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. It's
4: a shame. I was looking at when we did the downtime, and I saw this. It, it stunned me, and it just makes me love Jaguar fan that much more. <laughs> That we have the worst winning percentage in the that four, surprised me cause in seven
1: the, in the four major league sports. It's, it's, here's why it's surprising because, I mean, you got you have a you know 2017. You had a ten win year. Yeah, you've had two nine win years. Yeah. It just tells you how bad the other seven years were. Oof. I mean, if you have a if you go four if you go six over five hundred, yeah. In three of the ten years, yeah, yet remain at a thirty-two percent winning percentage. You're the worst team in ever, man. I can't believe that. I, yeah. I know we're terrible. Yeah, we've known. And again, I think that maybe maybe that's a spoonful of you know arsenic that we should remember when we're complaining about our nine and eight football team. And the, yeah, you know, and I'm not saying that nine and eight gets a pass, but let's just at at, at times let's remind ourselves that we are a lot closer to. You know, to to every team's goal than we were.
4: Some proud franchises, proud franchises on here. Uh, but again, the Jags are one, the Jets are two, Detroit basketball is three, the Giants and the Browns are. Uh, well, four the and proudest five.
1: franchise on there that must be like what is the Pistons? Yeah, I mean that's a team that's had a couple of different eras of championship. Bears basketball. are nine.
4: Washington is ten. Washington football. The Knicks are eleven. Not you surprised. know what's
1: interesting about this list you're giving me, Dan? Uh huh. Uh, the league that's supposed to have parity has all the l- losing teams. Is that the Lakers? Yeah, thirteenth. Wow, that's also surprising. Yeah,
4: I hope this is right.
1: Uh, excited, by the way, to it have to uh, Evan Gaddis with us today. Yeah, out here. <laughs> 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 he can swing it. So he looks. Like. He looks like he looks like he got a little Evan Gaddis in he him. Swings, there. He swings throw, so throw, hard. Throw the right throw the right arm sleeve on, bro. I mean, yeah. are we sure it's on it? A- are you know we what? sure it's not Evan Gattis? It
4: could be Evan. Gattis. I have an
1: Evan Gattis uh, foul ball, as you know. That's right. Yeah, the one that I've caught in my lifetime. I'd rather have a hole in one, but that's a whole other deal. Uh, so I guess, Dan, it would have just been way too much intense effort for these galoots and suits yeah. to go ahead and announce a 14-team playoff when they did it. These guys are some piece of work. They go in a conference room. They sit around for two or three days. They announce the 5-7 model that starts this year, and then they circle back a day later and say, oh, yeah, we're going to go to 14 in two more years. I mean, what? I don't know. Is that like just bad marketing saying, hey, let's just drip, drip, drip the news. We'll get more. I don't know. Instead, it makes you look kind of silly. What? Now, two days later, it's a 14 team? Maybe we'll do a field of 64. Why not just put 100 in? I mean, let's go. Let's just start the regular season as a playoff. Wait, let me make this. Let me understand this. We can make more money if we have more teams? <laughs> I just thought it was incredible timing. I mean, <laughs> save yourself and just make this announcement in two months then. But it just looks silly. It looked very silly. When you grind through it and you announce a 5-7, and you say, oh, well, now we're looking at a 14 team in two years from now.
4: It looked very silly. Yeah. It wasn't good.
1: Man, I the reality of this football playoff, I don't think it's really going to hit us till we get to about October or November, but you want to have a fun December watching sports next year, buddy. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're going to have three. I saw the schedule. It yeah. was
4: December. I mean, yeah. mean, it's, it's like college, NFL, college, NFL. Yeah. It's all over. Yeah. It, On-campus
1: yeah. playoff games, and then the bowl game playoff games, and then the NFL playoffs, and then the champ I mean, it was just fantastic football.
4: Recent studies show Americans put on 15 pounds during the month of December.
1: <laughs> well, that's going to go up probably, right? <laughs> after, the, after what's... Um,
4: they're also broke after gambling and going to said football games. <laughs> Are we
1: making a? Or maybe I'm. Maybe I. Not everyone thinks like I do. Uh huh. Uh huh. Is it a mistake to think that the Jaguars won't be active in free agency? By, in terms of like a a name guy, you know what I? I anyway, first first and foremost, because that's kind of I feel like like if I look at a. You know, Here's a top 100 free agent list right here. This is I will look at Prisco's today. Okay. I mean, do you feel at all like Chris Jones or, you know, um, I'm, let, me, uh, let, me, on, let me scroll down, uh, Chris Jones or Matabike or Daniil Hunter or Le- LeJarius Sneed? Like, how good will LeJarius Sneed be on the Jags? Do you feel like the Jags are going to be in the market for any of those guys? No. I don't either. No. Which, and here's, okay, here's the problem with that. How good are we at the secondary free agents, Hick? Not good at all. We had one good year. In fairness, the Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, Sheriff. And even that, as you distance from it, gets worse. Right. I mean, Zay Jones careered it for a year. The bigger problem
4: is, how good are we at the draft?
1: Which is, we're we're worse at that. Correct.
4: So, how how do you build this team? Like, how do you, like, I wish, you know, look, again, Josh Allen and Ridley are the two priorities, but, that keeps you where you were. So how do you get better as a football team? Would you
1: be better as a football team? Like I think also we have this, especially when it comes to Ridley. Well, if you don't resign Ridley, you'll sign somebody else in free agency, right? You got to fill that void. Well, I
4: could see. In the but pro- could you sign another
1: position? Like if you let Ridley yes, go and you sacrifice, you maybe can. it's because you want Jones or Sneed or someone else. Yeah, or you're going. To- I don't trust Sneed, by the way. I don't want a corner. Yeah. Corners seem to be scheme-specific in this league. There's a lot of free agent corners that move on, and they just are never what they were.
4: And again, I can present you with a ton of cool options like we always do in the offseason. It's 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 a fun thing to do, but when you do that, you're, you're counting. Like, I could tell you, oh, you let Ridley go, and you just draft his replacement in the first or second round.
1: And then three years later, but he's got 51 what? catches. And but yeah. then
4: you take Marquise Lee.
1: You know, I, you know, I then work, you take
4: yeah. Reggie Williams, then you take Matt Jones, then you take, uh, with all due respect to our guy uh, from Terry Parker, A.J. Jenkins in the first round. I mean, so uh, give me the proven guys. I've always said this, trade the draft picks for veterans. I, I I, just, I don't trust the draft process here at all,
1: nor should you. They've given you no data to trust it. Well, it's not just the trust. Here's what else bothers me about the to whole to believe in it. The whole rigmarole. I feel like Trent Baalke has put himself on like, like on top of Mount Vesuvius, and he's like unquestioned. Why doesn't Shad Khan and the and the quality control team, yeah, put, call him to the carpet on this, 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 and this? Yeah. And I feel like he comes back and tells the media everything's great. Yeah, these guys are developing. These guys we drafted. No, you drafted eleven guys, bro. You're going to be lucky if two or three of them are in the league in five years. Yeah. You know, you're killing us, dude.
4: Yeah.
1: I, why doesn't someone in the organization, Why? how has this happened? How has a guy come in as an assistant GM yeah. and within three years position himself as the wizard? You know who we have? We got a wizard. Oh, no. Of all the, of the fun that we made of Houston. Know. And what was Not the guy's name? I don't even remember his name. I
4: don't know. No one knows
1: his name. Who was the wizard? You knows, know remember? Yeah. That's what we have. Oh, boy. We've got a wizard. Oh, dear. Oh, brother. I don't want a wizard. I don't want a wizard. No. I want a GM. I want a football guy. I want a dude who played, like, real football, who has a track record of consistent hits. Dan, you don't have to hit all the players every year. You have to hit players every year. Yeah. If you're not a GM who hits at least a player or two every year, mm-hmm. you're bad at your job. And I don't know if we can say that he hasn't hit at least a player or two, mm-hmm. but, boy, we got to be better, man. Yeah. Again, this is you know i this is probably they may be turning the radio right now. We say this all day, every day. We'll let it go. But I
4: I, I threw out we a,
1: stumbled into it because of the free agent talk.
4: I threw out an interesting um, I thought I just wanted to test okay. a Dreamfinders Homes poll question.
1: All right, uh, last
4: night and I put it out there for the boys because time I wanted to see if time had changed thoughts. And so our Dreamfinders Homes poll question of the day: best Gator
1: quarterback in school history.
4: I gave you four options.
1: Oh, this is so easy for me, but okay. Yeah. Okay, what's the answer? I mean, I know there have been it's, – it's Tebow, man. Okay. That's who it is. It's all not even close, if okay. you ask me. All right. But I hear you. I know the other names you're going to throw, and they're all very good. Yeah. Who are the other ones? Spurrier. Yeah. Warful, Yeah. And the right answer is huh? Shane Matthews. Now, oh, yeah, look at you. it might be Grossman. I mean, maybe you can put somebody in, but the right answer is Shane Matthews.
4: Well, I put the guy through for 11,000-plus yards
1: in his – Gator Chris Leak. Well, and that's what I just said is, is emblematic of the unfair remembrance of Chris You know what it would have been a better, of, been a better
4: poll question? Who's the fourth best Gator quarterback in school? Yeah. In? Matthews, Leak, Grossman, because that's where you get the— Reeves. Reeves. There's a lot of guys. Here's
1: could... what's fascinating about a guy like John Reeves. I often—not often. I wonder, though— What John Reeves would do in today's NFL or in today's game? He had a big gun. He threw it around a bunch. Then, if he was in offenses now that were more conducive to passer friendly,
4: threw nine picks in a game. I know he
1: did. Was that against Auburn? Um, I don't remember. I don't either. Uh, How t- do you throw nine? That you don't throw nine in a game in today's day and age.
4: No, he also threw like seven touch. I mean, he <laughs> he, had, he was all over the place. Yeah,
1: he was he was all over the place just in general.
4: But Tebow sixty seven percent, Danny twenty four, Steve five, Chris Leak four. Probably a hundred left- votes are in. I, looking at, and I may do this at some point.
1: Maybe who's the fourth best Gator? Quarterback you know what? It Gator. should be to be honest with you. You could almost. But ar- I just wanted to see. If you they- could argue Leak over Spurrier, really. Yeah. Because well. he won an Addy. Yeah. The Heisman's great. A daddy's better. Yeah. I want my quarterback winning Natty's. I don't care if he wins Heisman's. Yeah. Now, granted, Spurrier won a Heisman when Florida football was just, a you know, an acting scar. Yeah. But you're right. Leak, uh, Shane, to me, though, just kind of kicked off the new era. Sure he did. You know, uh, the new you era of Florida football. make an argument for him. Yeah. How many yards did he end up with? Where's he on the Florida list? Third uh, or fourth? Yeah, he's down. he played a, a lot list. of years. Yeah,
4: yeah. So it's that. leak.
1: I mean, could you name is leak as one? I mean, who, yeah. who who is who is Shane two? Warfel no, two? I think Danny's two, and then Shane. You think? I don't know if Tebow passed Shane or not. How I... many years did Grossman play? Uh, Grossman wasn't. He didn't play enough, right? Because yeah. they were bouncing between he and Jesse Palmer, and they, they they played too many guys.
4: Well, it was actually Brock Berlin that. Yeah, remember. Brock
1: Berlin's another one. Palmer though was in the in the Grossman realm too, wasn't he, or no? He came before him. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he came before. Uh, Leak, Werfel, Shane. Yeah, so we nail it. How many Shane have? Nine? Uh, let me look here. And if you don't have that, you don't have that. I got work. it. Nine, ninety-two, eighty-seven yeah. for Shane. So that's a good Who is fourth? I mean, could it be Reeves? Tebow's fourth. Tebow's Grossman's fourth. Grossman's
4: fifth. Kerwin's sixth. Huh. Reeves is seventh. Kyle Trask is eighth. Wayne Warren Peace is ninth. Dougie Johnson is tenth. Spurrier's eleventh. John Brantley, twelfth, and Felipe Franks, thirteenth, shows you the difference of yeah. Uh, well, you
1: know what? At the end of the day, you could argue Steve Spurrier is responsible for every one of the every name that you read off, except for Reeves. Yeah, right. It's either him or as the coach. I guess uh, he wouldn't get any credit for Tebow or or Leak.
4: Graham Mertz, nineteenth.
1: If he has another four thousand-yard passing year, what would he be? So he would be, uh, if he hit,
4: well three thousand, right? Is more Because he threw for 2,900 last year. Oh, is that what he did? So let's say he gets to six. If
1: he gets to six, he would only move up to
4: – I mean, to pass Dougie, you got to get to 71
1: 14. Right, Just pass Felipe Franks. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> get, get Felipe Franks off that list. I think that's necessary.
4: So, anyway, yeah. So I thought that was – you can vote at Dan Hicken, by the way. But, um, yeah, now that I think about it. Oh, one other thing before we had to break. What would you do with that?
1: Look at that FSU list would also be similarly interesting. Is it Winky figure or is it Jameis? Like, who leads All them? time? Yeah. It's not, not Charlie. Charlie's the better Charlie of those guys. is the to best. To me. If you could have Charlie, Jameis, or Winky, I'm taking Charlie every by time. far. Ahead of his time.
4: By far.
1: By the way, Charlie be a top ten pick in the draft these days. It's a shame that the game hadn't changed by the time he came out. Yeah. You know, we had Charlie Ward on last year. I talked to him last summer, and, you know. Charlie's team lost to Providence the other night um, in basketball. Yeah. Summer. And he just said, look, I mean, they wouldn't – They wouldn't. I went basketball. They just wouldn't tell me I could play football. I'm not going to just go out as a fifth rounder and prove it. I won the Heisman. DeAndre yeah. Francois is number 10. Danny Cannell is number
4: 9. I thought Gar- he'd be higher. Gary Huff is number 8. Christian Ponder is number 7. Drew Weatherford is number 6. Wow. Jordan Travis, number 5, 7,600 yards, by the way. Uh, E.J. Manuel, number 4. I've got to go through this list. Uh, Jameis is three. So he's third. Uh, Chris Ricks is number two. And then Winky 83-90. and Winky is number one at ninety eight thirty nine. So Chris had had eleven thousand passing yards. That's why I played know. all four years. That yeah. helped. And yeah. but but
1: he also got some time cherry picked from him in the yeah. last year from sure. from Tebow.
4: Sure. All right. Six Ted, Come kind. Come courteous. Come correct. You will be a winner we got Doc Murphy on deck. A lot going on here. We're at Renaissance Bank Pros.
1: Yeah, it's a brand-new opening here. They're going to have the grand opening a little bit later. This is uh, where banking is headed. I feel like I'm like, in the future here. I, I do. I feel like I've stepped into a sci-fi. It's such a beautiful facility, um, such such great programs they have for you. They're a full-service bank, but they're really focusing in on commercial banking, residential uh, mortgages, and more. So you, know, you can always stop by and see them. And you can – we're at uh, uh, Tapestry Park here next to Three Forks. So, Uh, Hicken is now hit three. He's almost to where my drive is. I'll get to hit again here soon. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, we're back here on The Drill. Crank it up, baby. I'm kind of waiting for some – Yeah, I – I need some NFL news to pop. He's coming up. We're okay. uh, efforting Doc Murphy. We uh, we pulled a fast one on him, and we went out live on location. huh. And so I'm not sure if he's going to join us from the studio, if he's going to join us via the phone lines, or if he'll just come you know, waltzing in here. I, I, I don't know. Oh. I, I don't know. Where do you think uh, Calvin Ridley ranks among the top ten free agents? Top ten? Top ten receivers
4: oh well it's he's behind Would you rather Evan,
1: ha- he's behind evans and higgins is he behind he should he be should he be yes. behind higgins why is he behind higgins i mean is, are we are we putting higgins are we promoting him just a little too much i mean wasn't ridley with atlanta everything that higgins is with cincinnati or no yes
4: but he's still not
1: uh you know, higgins you, was hurt i, don't, I bet your calvin ridley's numbers last year were yeah, as good I, as higgins
4: I'd, I'd rather have higgins
1: i think if you asked you'd rather have higgins if you ask most people. Yeah, because size. I mean, what's the reason? I guess is what I'm saying. I mean, just would you because.
2: Have, would you have rather ha- before this past season? Would you have rather had Higgins or Ridley before this past season?
1: Uh, well,
4: because we hadn't seen Calvin and he was a jag, I would have said Ridley.
1: But yeah, I'm okay with Ridley. I don't think I Higgins don't...
4: had a. I I, I don't know. I, I I flashed that catch Higgins made in the <laughs> where he went up and caught the ball where uh, Browning just threw it up for grabs on the corner of the end zone, and he reached. Now he caught it. Somehow took it away from the DB then reached the ball
1: over the goal Higgins line. overall didn't have a great year. Now he was hurt, right? He yeah. missed some time. Is that, that what happened? And well, I
4: mean, Jamar Chase was – I mean, I, you know, they, the, the thought is, well, if he played as a number one, maybe he be, had better. No, I don't know. But there, he's, if he's not you – you want to make an argument for two, go ahead. I'm going to keep him at three.
1: I don't understand how Odell Beckham Jr. keeps showing up on lists. The ninth-best yeah. free agent at the receiver position, better than Curtis Samuel. I'll take Curtis Samuel over Odell Beckham all day long. Yeah, I don't know. E, man, I know you love your boy OBJ. It's over. But what are we doing with oh. this cat? He had not done a thing in five years. Oh, he's for over. <laughs> They I had him. Odell Beckham Jr. on my fantasy team last year like an idiot. I'd throw him out there at the they end of the him. year thinking he's going to catch they fire. He's a him. non-factor. In fact, if I'm playing a team, I want their other receiver to be OBJ. Yeah. How is he the ninth? It's a down. You better keep Ridley. Yeah. I'm already down to number nine. Uh, n- number eight is Tyler Boyd, Hick. Yeah. Uh, Darnell Mooney number 7. Who made this list? Who thinks Darnell Mooney's any good? Gabe Davis 6. You better keep Ridley's my point. Gabe Davis I like. Yeah, boy. I don't know. I like Gabe Davis. He he's was big. awful sporadic last year, Hick. Yeah. Awful sporadic. Yeah. I don't think he
4: had the number. I, I mean, again, I'm not paying these guys know. break the bank money. Or Gabe Davis is my two or three guy.
1: I'll give you another I'll take him. I'll give you another one that they always love more than what he's proven to me and that's Marquise Brown. Fifth best they say. Yeah, He's small. Hollywood Brown. Yeah. By the way, if you're a top five... Who's fourth? uh, Number four is Ridley. Who's third? Number three is Michael Pittman Jr. Oh, Pittman. Okay. Well, Pittman's not going anywhere. Nah, they're going to sign. Yeah. Let's get the
4: doctor in. You want to?
3: I do. Southeast Uh. Orthopedic Specialist is not affiliated with the NFL
4: or the Jacksonville Jaguars. Discussion regarding injuries is solely based on opinion. Coming up, the weekly Southeast Orthopedic Specialist medical report featuring Dr. Kevin Murphy, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports medicine, upper extremities, and arthroscopy of the shoulders and knees. Dr.
6: Murphy is a nationally and internationally recognized orthopedic expert. He's a former orthopedic consultant to the White House and the Pentagon, and currently serves
4: as head team physician for UNF, the Jacksonville Iceman, and Northeast Florida area high schools. Ah, Hi, you know him, you love him. It's Dr. Kevin Murphy. Doc, I got, I got issues right off the top. I got to go right to it. I, it must be spring training because the guy who's supposed to be my best pitcher has been shut down, Doc, and they shut him down with something we like to call... Well, here's what it is: we don't want to tell everybody that he needs Tommy John, so we're gonna call it. Doc, you okay? You getting arrested yeah. over there?
6: No, <laughs> uh, fire fire truck pass. <laughs> i trying to get out Can of I? The I'm, can
1: I say something to our civil servants out there uh-huh. and the people that run them? Uh-huh. There's two things going on here. Uh-huh. The shrill sirens <laughs> are these. Are the neon lights are gonna cause an accident before they save <laughs> one? I'm just telling you. If you ever get pulled over and it's dark, I, you might go into a seizure with the way they designed oh, these dear. flashing lights these days. And that siren right there, that was unacceptable siren. and unnecessary.
4: Uh, Doc, I got a guy who's got arm fatigue. That's what they told me, arm fatigue. Uh, that means there's something wrong, and we're not going to tell you what it is yet. But, Doc, what, how can you have arm fatigue, um, I don't know, three days after you report for spring training?
6: Yeah, that's like hockey. We're getting into now, right? Upper body injury. That's, that's yeah. either a yeah. That's a labrum, uh. a rotator cuff tear versus you know an ulnar collateral ligament. Tommy John. Uh. Absolutely.
4: Yeah, is absolutely. Who I mean, is it? Uh, Kodai Senga. Tell us if it's a uh, shoulder or elbow at least, Doc, and 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 we'll right. go from there. But it's arm fatigue. Uh, I, I just, I just.
6: Uh, yeah, you don't fatigue your arm this early.
4: No, I mean, you don't have arm fatigue. I'm sorry. You you tweak something. You hurt something. At best, yep. you sprain something, and you got to s- sit out a week or two. But my goodness gracious, not something you want to hear. That's how I know baseball season is back when the Mets uh, lose a pitcher before we even get to the gate, which happens every year. <laughs> every freaking year, doctor. So um, when, when they come out and say arm fatigue, I mean, the guy could tell you, my shoulder doesn't feel right, or my elbow doesn't feel right, or even my forearm doesn't
6: feel right. Right? I mean, it's something
4: like that, correct?
6: Oh yeah, they've they've pinned it down. It's not a it's not a generalized yeah. arm pain. The, the doctors know what they're looking at. It's just they're not telling it.
4: And he goes. But either way, tube. it's not good.
6: No, and then he
4: goes into the tube, and then they'll tell us exactly what it is. Right? He'll he'll get the MRI.
6: Absolutely, and yeah. you know. Uh, not all these things need fixed, obviously, but it's uh, it's concerning that it's this early in in the in
3: the
4: ramp up. Oh my gosh, it's very concerning, Doc. I, I'm I'm at a loss for words right now. I just I don't know what to tell you. So anyway, uh, that's what I'm dealing. Uh, with.
1: Braves news, also the pitching variety, and they've had a number of guys uh, go down with injury. Hick, I thought it was interesting as the Braves parsed through those younger pitchers. Kyle Wright, they mm-hmm. dealt. Mike Soroka, they dealt. They held on to Ian Anderson.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't know if it's because he had less. Um, you Wear know, and tear. or value out on the trade market. You know, I don't know if that's it, but um, his elbow injury got an update yesterday, and they're hoping to have him back by the uh, middle of, of summer. Uh, he's 10 months removed, Doc, from Tommy John. What What is the best case scenario with everything going well in a return from Tommy John? And I know you have probably told us in the last three weeks, but it's, it's gosh, it just uh, seems to come up an awful lot.
6: Yeah, we, we you know, the guys get held out. 12 months. That's kind of the number, but there's no real good scientific data to say it's 12 months versus nine months versus six months. You know, the thing is fully healed and should be near full strength at three months. We just wait because the velocity and the torque you put on an elbow, throwing a baseball is not natural. And, it, and that's why they tear it. First of all, so you're at high risk for going back with a surgically repaired tendon versus
1: your normal ones. So that's that's why you hold them out, but a year is the number. Uh, Doc, I'm just um, – if you could give me a medical uh, explanation how uh, an ankle can be unsprained for the All-Star game on Sunday night, but yet on Thursday with a game in Golden State, LeBron is suffering a sprained ankle. I watched the game. He did not roll or go down with sp- said sprained ankle uh, in the All-Star game, and I know it's not on you to put a value on – You know which is more important—the silly, stupid, no one cares all-star game—or a battle for the nine and ten spot against the Warriors tonight. So, um, these guys, do they need Doc? um, You know, do they need due to wear and tear? Are NBA athletes in the right for you know needing some time off? It's got to be hard on LeBron. I mean, it's been the whole—he's only had three or four days off in a row now. So, just in general, um, and now in the NBA, is try to get these guys to back off of this. What do they call it load management hick huh. yeah do 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 elite athletes who pl- never very very rarely play even on back to back nights doc do they need load management no Okay. And,
6: that's and good and his ankle is and his ankle isn't any different today as it was three four days ago, so you know that's just you know it's a shame, but you know they're not the only athletes Run. if you want to call yourself an elite athlete and play at that level there's some responsibility and there's some you know uh demands on you that you have to put up with and that's one of them you play you don't sit and so that's that's the unfortunate space we're in but you know hopefully other sports don't adopt that same philosophy you know
1: it's interesting from the lakers standpoint hick they kind of did the same thing last year remember they were they were puddling around they weren't even the 10 they said ah we don't care don't worry never mind and they went all the way to the western conference finals i don't know if they can re you know, capture that this year, but just, you know, for a working example, they, they were able to last year.
4: Doc, I got one more for you. Uh, this one is uh, this one's odd, and without having the ability to examine, I'm not sure you can give me a definitive answer, but the Knicks have a player named Julius Randle. Now, he's been out for a couple of weeks. He dislocated his left shoulder, okay? And he's pushing to get back as quickly as possible, allegedly, but he also said that they are not ruling out season-ending surgery on, Oh, I'm sorry, it's his right shoulder, on his dislocated right shoulder because he's left-handed. Um, so he's feeling better and stronger and wants to return, but he also acknowledged on more than one occasion that he may need season-ending shoulder surgery. So which is it, Doc? I mean, what, what's the deal
6: with this? What does that sound like to you? Well, he's undoubtedly got a labral tear and some instability, uh, and if the, so the, kid, the thing keeps subluxing as he's trying uh-huh. to play, he's going to need it fixed. It's not an uh, an if thing; it's a when thing. Right. And the when is the when is determined by uh, can he play through this, or or is it something that keeps sliding around and is going to damage the joint to the point that you have to fix it?
4: But he, I, so I'm assuming he hasn't let tested it yet in game-like conditions. And I'm assuming also that when he does eventually come back, what you're saying is he's going to get banged and it's going to pop out again and then you've got to pop it back in and it's going to keep doing that. And, and so does, does that make it worse or is that just tough it out and get through it? No, if it's
6: dislocating, that's a yeah. problem. Okay. Uh, one, obviously, you know, that's a pain thing. And as it dislocates, you rip the labrum further. You can tear it apart that it's real hard to fix and right. you can create arthritic areas in the shoulders. So, yeah, if it's that's one of the criteria. If it's, if it's dislocating repetitively, that's you got to stop and fix. If it's subluxing where it kind of slides a little bit, slides back in, a lot of guys can play through that and then fix it later.
4: So it sounds like to me eventually he's going to have to get it uh, taken care of, and it's probably going to happen during the season because it's the Knicks, and that's my luck. Uh, <laughs> Doc, great stuff as always. You got anything else? I think we're good, boys. Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the best in the biz- business, uh, se-ortho.com for all your orthopedic needs. Doctor, have a great day. Thank Appreciate you, Doc. Sir. Thank you, brothers. All
1: right. All right, we're live at uh, Renaissance Bank. They got a grand opening today. There's a new name in town, a new game in town. It's a terrific place, full-service bank, but specializing in commercial banking, residential mortgages, and a simulator that has us on Augusta National this morning. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. I just made a birdie in the break, I'm just saying. Uh, the golf, did you, did you see the uh, news? You're like
4: that, it says minus one up there for
1: you. I do like that. Take a picture of that, put it in the media <laughs> guide, and we'll call it a day. Um, I, I don't know what to make of this. This. I, I mean, I, I'm sure he wants to, and Dad is supporting him. I don't in any way at all see Dad pushing him to do such a thing, but I, I find it strange that 15-year-old Charlie Woods is going to play a yeah. a qualifier. I, I, I'm impressed by one thing. A uh, little dude has a a two handicap or lower on that golf course. Yeah. Two, two handicap ain't easy to carry around. I mean, you can go shoot 75, 76 most times out, and you won't be a two. So yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's encouraging. I mean, to me, that's the update I took from from Charlie Woods. Let's be honest. The only golf I've really seen Charlie play is when he's playing with Pops at that silly little – yeah. Right, that yeah. I haven't seen him like just golf his own ball. I I know that Tiger was caddying for him at something Junior event a couple of years ago, but this is an awful big step up. Mm-hmm. And look, when Tiger was 16 and he made a a debut, it was already on the heels of multiple Junior Am titles. It was a sponsors exemption because he was such a big you know name and prospective talent. That's a tough spot, being the son of a great. I. It seems like they've got a really good relationship, but I just, you know, inevitably when people see Tiger Woods' son tee up, they're going to expect Tiger Woods-type results. Yeah, it's a
4: tough one, and very
1: rarely does it
4: happen in sport. It's happened a couple times. I mean, Barry Bonds made it. Bobby Bonds was a great player, but yeah. Barry Bonds was even better. That very – Ken Griffey Jr. was better than Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Sr. was a great player. These guys are professional who are the, who are major the league best. What's mean, the best combo? Like I mean, those two are pretty. I, mean, I don't know those how to top two, those two.
1: Yeah. What about the Hulls?
4: The who? Oh, the Halls. Yeah. No. Brett Hall, Brett Hall, and Bobby Hall Hull. And Bobby Hull. Hull and Bobby Hull were great. Yeah. Are uh, they both Hall of Famers? Is there any? Are there two Brett Hall of Famers? Be. I think Brett might be. Yeah. Gordy Howe's boys all play professional, but hockey, I don't know their names. Weren't. Yeah. Yeah. There was like 3 of them and one was better. One was like a, a all-star, but that's a long time ago. Um, was
2: Dale Curry ever an all-star?
1: No, he was a real good three-point shooter. I don't yeah. think he was an all-star. Yeah. If he did, maybe once, but yeah. I, I I think
4: I think the Halls right really would be the The Halls? Yeah, I think that again, they would, might both I'd have to check. See if Brett Halls in the hockey Hall of Fame. I think he might be.
1: Bobby Hall is for sure.
4: Bobby Hall, the yeah. Golden Jet. Yeah, yeah. he's Yeah. Where did he play? Blackhawks. He's one of the best ever. Okay, yeah. I, th- I thought that. I yeah, just I'm not a, a hockey aficionado yeah. by any yeah. stretch. Nor am I, but yeah. Yes. Earnhardt.
3: Earnhardt. Uh, the Earnhardt.
1: Earnhardt. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I almost I was. Thinking Although more. Dale Junior got a lot more uh, press love than, than
4: maybe you know, and they let him win a couple, you know.
1: After <laughs> Darren, and and by the <laughs> way, NASCAR. I think you lose kind of that. You get a free pass in NASCAR. These other sports, you got to earn your way in. Just because your dad played in the NBA, you ain't going to play in the NBA unless you're good enough. NASCAR, they, Unless you're Bronny. They push these guys <laughs> in in NASCAR, man. <laughs> they get a way unfair advantage. Yeah. I watched it the other day. Every name is the last name of a guy I watched his daddy race.
4: Yeah. I mean, every bad. one of them. Blaney
1: right. and Nemechek. It not just the big names. It's like half the field are, are, are have a huge advantage over... Everybody else that likes to drive cars. And if their dad was in, you know, Winston Cup, then they're going to be. And right. they, they get promoted and pushed through, and that's where they – Mannings. Yeah. Archie. Archie yeah, Archie's, yeah, Archie's a good player, not a great player. Yeah. I mean – Yes. Yeah, so the I mean, fielders.
2: Breho is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I they think – They both are, does
1: yeah. it. Any other father-son Hall of famers He? Can you Google that – Google machine that one they're for me. Um, so, Major League Baseball is going to expand, huh, Dan? Calvin and Grant Hill, different Calvin, sports. yeah, Grant, much better. Ba- those are much one. One the halls are the closest to them being like similar talents. The other ones you're reading me, yeah, they're both good, but one's really good and the other's. Eh. Calvin Hill is just a, he's a good player. It's James Robinson who, yeah. Is. I mean,
4: but he would be he'd be hard pressed to beat the halls. Is that what it is? I would say, yeah.
1: I'm trying to think. Kobe's of – Kobe's for- dad.
4: Yeah, jelly bean. Yeah, right. yeah,
1: there's a lot that uh, listen. The NBA is full of guys are yeah. playing right now whose dads played. I'm full of them. There's a bunch of them. You want to feel old? I'm watching college basketball the other day. You, you know who I saw out playing for his team? Who? Leading them? Yeah. Jameer Nelson Jr. Yeah, oh, game winner. Yeah, are we kidding? Too. Yeah. Man, we oldie. <laughs> when we're watching Jameer Nelson, now y'all know how we feel. Hick and I feel. We've been uh, watching him just come and go. I'm not. I'm already the grandkids stage with yeah. some of the some of the some of the athletes today. I watch their grandparents play. It'll make you feel old though when Jameer Nelson Jr. is is winning college basketball games. I feel like Jameer was in Orlando like ten minutes ago.
4: But it'll be interesting. In it, and listen, I give the kid credit. And you know, obviously, he's getting some some. Breaks because of his last name, but you know what? Take advantage of him. Yeah, Go i, him. I I'm, I'm. Seems like he's a nice kid. It
1: works at the game. And, he does. You know, so yeah, and he's got. He's got his. You know, he's got his dad's sense of. of um, you know, he's just goading. He's and, not that. I don't know how good is? he is. Yeah, I don't know how good this he is. is okay. I've seen I've seen highlight shots here and there. Well, we're gonna find out. So in case you missed it, he's playing a pre qualifying tournament today. Today to get into the qualifying tournament right. on Monday, you got to pay two fifty. Got a handicap two or but lower. Here's the
4: thing. Golf Channel lead tonight. Yeah, they might. Charlie Woods or Mexico Open. Yeah.
1: Charlie maybe is Because good. of the field, yes. Charlie Woods. Yeah, maybe. And if
4: Tiger's out there,
1: it's definite. How about depends on how he does. And can you get a sound bite with Tiger I will say this. If he <laughs> makes it through, then yeah. yeah it, but if he makes it through, it's a legitimate lead story. Michael might be a lead sports center. Oh, if he makes it through, yeah. Yeah, Yep. Of course, you're only making it through the pre-qualifying. You still would have to be in the top four of the Monday qualifying. You're qualifying to qualify, though, right? Yeah, it's it's really hard to do it in golf. You know, there are so many guys can shoot low numbers. It is so hard to get hit on those things. But um, Charlie Woods is going to give it a try. Now, his dad was 16. Mm Mm-hmm. When he made his pro debut, again, on a sponsor's exemption at the L.A. Open, Uh, Charlie is His dad is
4: one one in a million. I mean, we got no
1: high school golf. I'm just surprised that Tiger
4: is allowing this at this age. He does have high school golf. He was on the state champion high school team and played the course that all the boys from up here played last, uh, but he...
1: He's I mean, he's the best player on his team. <laughs> no, right? I mean, he's no. even all state. What are we doing, playing? No, qual- just to well, get used to the grind. Yeah, I, does Tiger? Does this indicate that Tiger thinks he's got pro potential? Because Tiger's always been real, you know, soft sell. Yeah, you know, on Charlie, he knows Rightfully what, what so. how hard it is. Right, Rightfully Charlie. So. Tiger knows he's the goat. Ain't nobody gonna hit a golf ball like him, including his own boy. Well, yeah, that's correct. And I don't know. I I will say this in a. Quote unquote slow time of the year, i.e. no football. I'm I'm intrigued about an update on that story today. Yeah. I'd e, be interested. can you give me some pop quiz music? Oh boy. Look at this. Wow. Uh, by the way, the Super Bowl MVP, his daddy was a good pro athlete. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Pat Mahomes played like fifteen years in the league. Yes, he did. Uh MLB Network released its top ten
4: players in baseball okay. last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to get the top ten. All right, it's not your opinion; it's <laughs> their gotcha. opinion.
1: I hear you. <laughs> What's that laugh for? <laughs> Dan Starky you, remark. Your Google machine ain't working. Where my Hall of Fame father? Oh, son? I'm still, still working,
2: I'm still working on it. There, <laughs>
1: there's only one pitcher on there. There's your. Yeah, I was gonna say. You got, I, Are there pitchers? One pitcher. Um. All right. Let me just uh, go. I, well, Acuna, obviously. Cunha's number one. Damn right he is. What is going on here? All right, hold on. I just gotta just let me let me just. I gotta get my mind on some baseball. I just gotta just see some teams here. One through ten. Ah, uh, Freeman. Freeman is number five. Freddie Freeman. I and Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is number two. Number two. Um.
4: Well, there are a lot of good players in Major. Top league baseball. ten baseball players:
1: Acuna one, Betts two, Freeman five. I'm blind, blind here. I got no. Uh, yeah. I just don't know where they put guys. You know, you, it's, it makes you uh, curious. You, you guess? Know. You can play along. Bring Casey Cole. in at the bat. We can do got that? it's fine. Cole. Garrett Cole is the pitcher number nine. Man, I, I let this guy pop in. He went went renegade on me. He's going the one pitcher's <laughs> name. And he hit a home run. He went yard. Man, I need some names here, bro. What, what's up with this computer? Ain't working, man. Well, think of teams. I know. I need some team. I mean, I need something. All right. Yeah. Let's go down. All right. Uh. 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 I mean, I. I think he is Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is number three.
6: Olson's gotta
1: be one, one two,
4: three. No, Acuna bets Judge.
1: Yeah. Olson does not five, have to be. In fact, this is on. why you were relegated to one answer. Olson will not be in the top ten. <laughs> Olson is not in the top yeah, ten. Either just, just the Braves love. Right I love there. you, and I appreciate you going for Olson. That was important to me. Where's
4: Where's uh where's uh
1: uh my trout has got to be in the list where's sugar bear show a Shohei and trout okay and i'm getting my, my head in here all right
4: Shohei is four
1: yeah if trout's not in the top ten the list sucks
4: and the game ends
1: yeah, that's stupid your list sucks dude uh, that's a bad again. game
4: E, this is why I was snarky.
1: It's a bad game.
4: E, it's a bad game. E, this is why I was snarky. It's a, ba- it's a
1: bad game. Yeah, yeah thank it's a, you. It's a bad game. This is why I was snarky. You e. can't. First of all, he did I not play last year. I don't care. <laughs> he said, that's what you didn't say in 2024. You said who are I the base, ten best LLB teams top in baseball? 10 players. Yeah. Your Acuna li- that is one. Betts is two. Yeah. Judge is three. Otani four. You know who Green should be behind. on that list? If he's not on the list, it's another bad list. My guy, my man crush guy, Corey Seager should be on that list. Uh, he's sixth. Thank so, you. So. Trout should be on the list, Dan. Can you ever agree with me just for sanity's sake? <laughs> huh? I know it's not I'm your not, list. Uh, I know you didn't say. I know uh, you qualified. Uh, uh, but uh, God, uh, could you say, you know what, Pros? You're right. Any list without Mike Trout sucks. <laughs> no, I won't do it. You can't do it. Juan
4: Soto is seventh. That yeah. Jordán Alvarez is eighth. Yeah, those are all good. Eric Cole is ninth, and maybe this one better than it. Trout.
1: Who we got? Who's better than Trout? Tatis. Who are we putting up there? He
4: plays up there in the Great Northwest. The Julio Great
1: Rodriguez. Yeah, he's better than Trout. Well did he not. have a streak last year. where he had like yeah, fifteen hits. He did, in and then bats or and no, he did, and then the uh, six hundred at bats around that. He was just a guy, no, uh-huh. not uh-huh. just a guy. That's not fair. He's a good uh-huh. player, but you know, t- you know, I don't I, see the Lindor in here, and this is what I take Matt Olson over some of those dudes too, to be sure honest. Well, especially but after that's often, last yeah, year. If this is oh, to your point, uh-huh. if this is last year's list, then Olson should be. He led Major League Baseball in homers and RBI. All it says is MLB Network's top one hundred yeah. players of twenty twenty four. So I don't know what to tell you. Well, that's. This coming year, though, that's not yeah. That means going into this season. Yeah, that is boy, Matt. That's a tough battle. So will never have a better year. He got no credit, man. No. I mean, if the guy he plays with ran away with the MVP. Was he unanimous? It may have been unanimous. Of course, the boys here are all mad at him that they put Otani four, which is fair. Otani's one. Yeah, he always should be one. Yeah, although I'll take Acuna at one. But What's yeah, fine? although I can't, I can make an argument against the 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 the, the, the added value of being a, du- a dual role player. I can make an argument against that. I can make, you know, as a pitcher, he's picking up the amount of wins that your fourth starter is going to get you this year. So, I, you know, does that really add that much more? I, ultimately, he's going to be a hitter only, and we'll find out, right? If you're the Dodgers and you pitch Shohei Otani, are you being irresponsible, Dan? Uh, I'm right? never pitching him again. He's a oh. great hitter. I'm never pitching him again. He's already had Tommy John. That's it. I'm done.
4: I guess it's kind of up to him. I, I maybe. Well, when you're Shohei, that's how it works.
1: Yeah, when you pay somebody a lot of money, maybe it should work a little bit that you get some say in how you're going to use them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if a, I, but I, I don't know if I'd pitch him again personally. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's an. That's that's a. You know. That's an interesting list. Of course, uh, this time or a little bit later, this time last year, the always knowledgeable Marlins fans would have told me Luis Arias was a number one player in baseball because those uh, non-baseball fans thought they hitting four hundred, you know, in June, meant you were first ballot Hall of Famer and better than Acuna.
3: <laughs> I have
1: literally had that argument with a couple of the Marlins fans. Well, oh, actually, Marlins, not Marlins, maybe followers or Marlins wearers. There are no Marlins fans. Is there anybody in the state there of Florida that can a... tell me the starting lineup for the Marlins? I'll give you,
4: I'll give you one more baseball note. Okay. Did you see the picture yesterday? You saw it, Hot Oh, man. Of Sixto that I retweeted. Sixto Sanchez was a phenom. I think they got him from the Phils for, oh, no. I don't remember where they got Sixto. They got Sixto in a big trade. Like, he was the piece. Okay.
1: um, He was no Sixto Lescano, who I remember back in the day.
4: or Pepe Lescano. Yeah, the the Lescano brothers,
1: three or four of them. Yeah. But Sixto Sanchez. What kind of name is Sixto, anyway? That's an odd one. S-I-X-T-O. Yeah. I can't even call him a Barincan Roots for that one. I got no help for you.
4: Uh, They got him on the mound, on the bump, throwing for the Marlins again. He hasn't pitched in a long time. What's his name? Last name now? Sixto what? Sanchez. And he's supposed to be really, really good? Well, he was a phenom coming up. Okay. But he has what he has done uh, is he has eaten himself out of his Is He's a big boy now? He is. Bartolo Colon Bigger? That's exactly who I call him. Bartolo Colon Jr. Oh. he's,
1: He's got a heater. (laughs) <laughs> he might as well have a... He might should have a heater out dangling out of his mouth, he too. He might have it.
4: Casey, did you see who got traded for it, does it say?
1: Who's the fattest pitcher in Major League history? I know JT Riamuto was involved in the all Oh, back in the day? Okay,
4: so yeah, when the Marlins were dispersing all their good players, remember they had that outfield?
1: Oh, yeah, they had Azuna, they had Stanton, they had Yelich, JT Riamuto. Oh, golly. That is a frustrating way to be a fan. We have all these guys, and they're young and in their prime. Why yeah. don't you keep them together? Again, it wasn't like... It was a we don't want to pay all these guys.
3: I, I it was it was awful. Should, I,
1: if I were if I were running a league and it came down to that, I'd boot them out of the league, dude. Almost to that point. You have to sell your point. You have to sell your team. If you're not gonna, you got a great team here, and you would just rather. And they get no, here's another problem too. Yeah, this is an issue in pro sports. You mm-hmm. don't have to be good anymore to be profitable. Yeah. There used to be a day if you weren't good, oh, you'd yeah, lose yeah, yeah, you lose money. You have yeah. to sell your team. That's fair. But now these teams, they have no urgency. Like you said, the Jaguars were were the worst team yeah. in the last 10 years. huh. Yet, uh-huh. ShotCon bought it for $740 million. It's worth $3.5 billion. Well, You it, shouldn't get that reward for throwing the worst garbage in the league out on the field for 10 years in
4: a row. Interestingly enough, let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. In terms of profitability. Mm-hmm. I have another little list here I saw. Jack
1: Easterby was the wizard in Houston.
4: Yes. Easterby. Yeah. I have the 100 most valuable sports teams in the world. Right now? Yeah. Okay. Where do you think the Jaguars are the 100 most
1: valuable? With their 331 I, they're very, winning percentage. They're, they're, they're top 50 for sure. They're probably top 40-ish, I'd say. I'll tell you who number 100 is. Um, I'm going to go with you, yeah, you soccer team. You don't somewhere. have
4: to guess. The Philadelphia Flyers.
3: Ugh,
1: God, boy, you got the NHL in the top, Hunter? That tells you. I'll tell you who number 99 is. Mm-hmm. The L.A. Kings.
4: Yeah, hockey, 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 hockey. Uh, 96, Seattle Mariners. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Jags are 36 in the world. Uh, number 90, the Washington Nats. Number 85, the New York Rangers. Hmm. Number There's some of the logos I don't know because of soccer and such. Yeah. The Braves are 79, and the Mets are 77.
1: That's impressive that Atlanta is... The Got Jaguars the are
4: 51st. Yes,
1: yeah, at 36, 51st. Makes sense, dude. It's th- what, 3.5 billion? What are they now? 3.1, 2.8? It doesn't say. Who it's do in think, the billions, though. There's a B. Who do you think the uh, uh, number one Number
4: one is? In the it's whole easy world. To me. Was it one of the soccer teams Cowboys. or the Cowboys? Cowboys. Yeah. The Num- soccer teams are up there. Number two is a little surprising. Yankees? No, they're five. Um, the is it an American team? The Knicks is also surprised to get number three, but it's not surprising because we've talked about it a few times. It's be- That makes them the, the Patriots? worst franchise in all of sports. the Patriots? It's not the Patriots. Um, is, it, is it NFL? No. Okay. Uh, the Lakers? It's not the Lakers. They're fourth.
1: Um, it's, it's it's Knicks three, Lakers four, Cowboys one, Yankees five. Okay, so two is well, It sounds like it would be, you know, the tiptoeing towards the NBA is the Celtics. Celtics, good guess. No, it's not the Celtics. Um, it's the Dubs. Oh yeah, I saw that the other day. Actually, not that list, but I saw that they were ranked well, in the top five. They do it have surprised that me. Brand new, beautiful arena. This is why those NBA players get get paid all that money, and yes. they don't care at all about their sport or their game. Or it's just it's uh, the NBA is just the in NBA a bad is spot. also the NBA is. Is it in a what spot? It's in a, They're in a bad place right Why? now for fans because oh. they don't try.
4: But it's a billion dollar. Yeah, well, no, I'm saying the they're players are
1: in a bad spot. They're. In a, they make the players make. Yeah, as a sports fan, to me, they're in a bad spot. Their players make too much money. They don't give a crap about problems. themselves or the game or their legacy. So it's not like watching like Jordan cared. Tell me an NBA player that cares, man. Well, let me they're all you, just a bunch of posers. Almost you, all of them.
4: You know me. I'm an adjunct professor at UNF. Yes. Yesterday I was teaching my class. And I was doing we were doing some things on media and, you know, how influential is the media? How do they how do people think? Can they make you think one way or can they make you think about anyway? We talked about the NBA and the WNBA. We kind of did that back and forth. But I asked the, the kids. I got 33 kids in the class. How many of you are NBA fans?
1: They all are. The NBA is healthy. It's very popular with the young people. I've said that healthy. here. Yeah. it's like Our demo, the text line complainers, and it's not going to yeah. be. But, yeah, young people,
4: I like the NBA. Well, a lot of people left the I NBA. I don't like when, what they're doing right now. A lot of people left the NBA a few years ago
1: with when it got very With all the social stuff. Yeah, they didn't want to yeah. go down yeah, that Yeah, route. I get you. And that's fair, too. But, Some people want their sports to be but, sports and their activists understand. to be activists. But it's a billion-dollar industry. Yeah. It's a, it's, Multi-billion. It's a shame. They don't deserve it. Okay. Yeah, it's it, Like it really, the NFL does? I think it does. Okay. I mean, those NFL guys beat the hell. I don't. I, I missed the last story of the former NBA but, player being. I diagnosed for CTE after he killed himself. But America's
4: pastime is way down the list now, man. We love baseball. We're baseball guys, but make no mistake, the NBA is way past MLB, way past. And that's and that's by the way with numbers that NBA. What
1: you mean in in like revenue and popularity? Yeah, yeah. yeah. not yeah. money. Uh, I TV? just read the four most... Oh, I mean TV ratings is what I meant saying. Yeah, The money's on my... Not TV yeah. ratings. They're well, both struggling.
4: Well, uh, and again, uh, maybe it's the merch. Because how do teams make money? How, how do leagues make money? TV? TV. Merch? Mostly TV. Uh, tickets and sponsorships. So they must be flourishing in the others if they're not flourishing in TV. All right, got to take a break. Uh, Jeff, tell folks where we are. We're over here at Renaissance Bank at Tapestry Park. It's right by Three Forks. I... Uh, Big fan of three four. Well, it's, I'm Shout a big fan
1: of this place. This yeah. is where, like, this is where banking is going in the future, and they're way ahead. This is like, like, some sort of like, the spaceship has landed here. It's beautiful. Yeah. They have an ATM over there, but it's not an ATM. It's an ITM. It's interactive. Yeah. And if you're a Renaissance Bank employee, you walk up to that, you put in your card, you talk to someone, and if you want eight dollars and forty one cents, they'll give you eight dollars e. and forty one cents.
4: Yeah. I'm gonna go up there and go stacks of cash. Yeah. Let's see if they give it to me. <laughs> big stacks. Uh, All right. eesh, I go. Big stacks, homie. See if I get some see if I get some Benjamins coming oh, out of there. Love it. Spit just... some Benjamins at me, my
1: man. Yeah, CEO just looked over here like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? He's thinking. He's just sat down like E, what you think? We may cost Raj's job today.
0: Straight oh, cash,
2: wow. homie.
1: I have listen, I'm one under par. I gotta get on the T. This is the drill. <laughs> it's a custom tree surgeons Thursday.
4: All right, welcome back. It's the Lockett Law High School Report. Brought to you by our friend Lee Lockett, knowbeforeyoublow.com. I appreciate Lee. We're going to talk some – look, we've been talking a lot of basketball, but soccer is in the forefront as well. Last night, for example, it might be the best rivalry in, in high school sports, Creekside and Bartram girls' soccer. Note this now. Creekside won in penalty kicks, I believe, to beat Bartram to go to the Final Four. The last four years, Bartram's won three state championships. Creekside's won the other. So, they're going for five in a row out there at Longleaf Parkway. So, uh, congrats to them. Mandarin uh, Ponte won. So, they're going to the Final Four, the girls. Uh, Mandarin Boys Soccer lost a heartbreaker. They prost they were up two no- they hadn't lost a game all year they're up two to nothing about 4 <laughs> minutes to go give up two oh, yeah. and uh, kind of some questionable calls according to my peeps my birdies tell me the refs <laughs> kind of screwed them I'm not going to go there uh and then they gave up a goal in the OT and lost to West Orange 3-2 so uh, a lot of good stuff going on now the powerhouse in 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 Jacksonville for years on the ladies' side, Bartram Trail, and St. John's Country Day. St. John's Country Day has been a terrific program, and they went down to the state Final Four like they seemingly do all the time, and I think they lost in the state semis 1-0, if I'm not mistaken, but we got Savannah Barang on the program for the Rocket Law High School Report. Savannah, are you with us?
7: Yes, sir. All right, how you doing? I'm good. How are you?
4: We're doing well. Thank you for the time. Now, Savannah, you guys... Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, right? You just lost the state semis, one nothing. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And tell everybody, though, who you lost to. And specifically, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was some phenomenal goalie. Is that correct?
7: Yes, sir. We played short-crest prep. Mm
4: -hmm. And tell me about the goalie.
7: Um, She's committed to Notre Dame. She plays for the U19 national team. (laughs) Uh,
4: Yeah. And you guys you guys peppered her all the whole game right I mean so it was a, it was a, a obviously a tough loss for you guys you, you want to win state championships but you had a great season. Tell me about your team Savannah.
7: Um, this year was definitely an interesting one. we had a lot of new players so it was definitely getting them acclimated to our team and our culture was a big challenge but we had an overall good season and we played the toughest schedule in the nation but our team played well and obviously this loss does not define us. Right,
4: right, right. What year are you in Savannah? I'm a senior. You're a senior. Well, what are your plans after, after, after high school?
7: Um, I plan to go to USF and major in biomedical sciences. Oh,
4: oh. very nice! Wow! Shout out! You better. Uh, I'm assuming you're 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 uh, doing very well in the on uh, the high school level with the GPA and such. Then, if we're going to do that.
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, parks and Rec on this end. What was
4: your favorite? Now, listen, it's a disappointing loss, but what was your favorite moment of the season for you and your
7: and your and the, career too, Savannah? Yeah. That's
1: a good good program there. I know you leave with a lot of a, a lot of good memories. Yes.
7: Um, my favorite moment was probably, um, probably the um, our bus ride down to the Mount Verd tournament this year. Um, uh-huh. I had a lot of my friends, and it's just like an experience I'll
4: never forget. Yeah, yeah. And how many rings do you leave with? How many championships, et cetera? Because you won, you know, regions and districts and s- states, I assume, as well. What what, what? Do you, what did your career wrap up with?
7: Um, I have five state championship rings.
1: <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, you only got five fingers on one hand. So, you know, the, we'll let the goalie get hurt, Savannah. How about that? Yeah. We'll throw her a bone before she goes off to Notre Dame.
4: <laughs> yes, sir. Savannah, did, was she the uh, for you guys? Was that was that the best one you've seen goalie wise? I mean, you tell me she plays for Team USA. I mean, is she the creme de la creme, so to speak, that you guys went against?
7: Oh yes, sir, definitely. Coach Pickett told us that this is the best keeper he's seen in his thirty-five years of coaching. Wow,
4: so. yeah, wow. I heard that's that because yeah. you guys were aggressive. Like I, I mean, I heard she made some unbelievable saves. I guess is what I'm saying. Yes, sir, she did.
1: Yeah. All right. yeah. Well, making them work. Five uh, state titles and uh the subject for our Lockett Law High School report, Savannah. We appreciate you. Congrats on a on a great career. A uh, career yeah. and uh, hit the books. I guess you know. Yeah. Could have gone business major. Been a lot easier.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Thank
4: you, Savannah. Thank you. All right. That's Savannah Barang from St. John's Country Day. uh at soccer powerhouse again. Just covering the soccer man. I mean. You know, Mandarin and 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 boys, and then of course Creekside and Bartram—they went at it again last night. That, that's a, again, I, I think that might be, you know, the best high school rivalry going. Creekside Bar soccer. soccer. Yeah, girls
1: soccer. It's, it's yeah we and and it's because they're both elite. It's clubs. funny because you know I I could argue there that that's a that's a fun topic. Mm-hmm. I wish I were more engaged in high school sports. Yeah. You know that like I was when we were doing TV and yeah. when my kids were of high school age. You, you pay a lot more oh, attention. Yeah. Rebalt Jackson basketball this year. Yeah, with, you know they met six times. Yeah, that was a good one.
4: But they haven't combined to win the last four state well, titles. For sure. There have been times where we've had programs <laughs> yes. that have done that. But, yes. yeah,
1: to your point, that is, uh, uh, that's that, that's fair. So.
5: Yeah,
4: it was good. It was great. Uh, uh, and, again, uh, we'll have, we will have high school kids on all the time. Uh, we'll do. Uh, we've got baseball and softball kicking off now, track and field. Uh, good luck to the soccer teams that are still alive and, and vying. And basketball, if you're looking for basketball games, we got some good ones tomorrow night. So, Reigns and Jackson, I think. Be rooting for him for sure. Uh, I think Providence and Episcopal go at Those are at fun it. games to go to. Uh, now, listen,
1: if you're going to go venturing over there in Northside and think you're going to get in, think again. Well, you go to, if, yeah. yeah, you better yeah. get there early. But, yeah. but right, yeah. he, he found that out. But go go check out, get there early enough and check out some yeah. of these. They're, it's fun, man. It is fun. You'll have as much fun in a ramped-up, amped-up high school regional final watching it in person as you will sitting at home watching, you know, whatever sporting event they throw on there tonight. I I would uh, be pretty sure about that. All right, let's take a quick break. All right. It's you know, it's been a whole 24 hours since the 5 plus 7 model uh, for the playoff has been introduced. Yes. We talked earlier, they're already talking about adding but but never mind that. Since it's been a full 24 hours and since we still have a second wave of the transfer portal and mm-hmm. since spring practice hasn't even begun, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and forecast the 12 teams that are going to get in. Let's do it. I've got CBS Sports doing just that where we agree and disagree when we return as well. We're at the Renaissance uh, Renaissance Bank today. Uh, just a spectacular peek into the future of yeah. banking here in Jacksonville. They're a full-service bank, but, boy, specializing in commercial banking, residential mortgages, and what a facility they have here that they'll be cutting the ribbon on a little bit later today, Tapestry Park area right next to Three Forks. So glad they're having us out here today. We appreciate them. Um, Now, one over through two. We'll see what happens during this commercial break. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday.
4: All right, we're back. Uh, we're hanging out at Renaissance Bank. We got celebrities in the house here,
1: man. The man, the legend. I love it. I, love it. I like a guy, a good tennis player. So, I'm not playing that pickleball. Not yet. Ha! <laughs> uh, just, just asking. Yeah, visiting with the former sheriff, uh, John Rutherford, who's yes. uh, doing yeoman's work for us up there in that uh... cesspool. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love you, Chef. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you. We it's easy you. to be cynical. Yeah. Right. Anyway, he, <laughs> fights. He, he fights it all the time. He battles for us. He battles. For all us. right. Uh, Hicka, who's going to be the twelve? I mean, gosh, it's hot off the presses now for a full ten minutes. So, okay, it makes sense. We'd go ahead and predict who they no, are. CBS is. It's easy for a point. I guess the hardest one is who's going to be the like the twelve seed. Yeah. Like, which of those? It. Which of those group, of, not a group be, of? five. The
4: beauty of this is there won't be near as much. Now, listen. If your team is thirteen, you're going to be ticked. I mean, you're going to sit there and you're going to break down just like FSU fan and Georgia fan broke down why they weren't in the final four. If you're not in the if you're on the outside looking in, you're going to be angry about it. But that's just the way it's going to be. But it won't get as much play because, uh, you know what? You should have been in the top 12. You could have been eighth. You could have been sixth, you know, but they'll be jockeying for position all season long. And obviously, you know, you know, the, the, the real interesting program to watch this year is Alabama.
1: Yeah, they're not. Uh, by the way, I, re-
4: I got this. My pet peeve, I got this again, and I saw the headline, and I just wanted to just punch myself in the head. Oh, uh, Alabama has chip on their shoulder. What? Isn't, that's believable.
1: For what? Because it's a whole new group ah, of guys.
4: Chip on. Everybody's got a chip. We all got to find uh, well, a chip. Well, they have
1: other chips that we don't have. But yes, yeah. they do. I don't well, like to, the Well, to chips. your point, before we get into the um, – um, Forecasting the 12, yes. unless I saw wrong here. Uh, oh, I did. Alabama's in the field. Of course they are. George is in the field. Ohio I don't think State's I, I could see. Would it shock you if Alabama was 7-5? and five? It wouldn't shock me. No. It's a tough league, a it's new coach. Year. They've yeah. lost a lot of talent. They don't... They got the quarterback back. That's they do. huge. That they do. that is that may single that may. If you look back in the annals of Alabama football, and you mm-hmm. look back, this may that may be a guy who bridged you. I don't know. There's they no guarantee. Some,
4: they had some video the other day of Alabama football out of the field, and they were doing these high kicks, and they're like, "My God, what's going on with Alabama?" By the way, uh, middle finger. Alab- curse on Alabama.
1: Hey, well, you've always been this. Curse
4: one. on the tie. Alabama fan is no, no friend of yours. They. You know what the Tide did? Hello, sir. I hope did, you're not a Bama fan. Yeah, <laughs> They did. They He would agree with me. If you're a Bama fan, you agree with me. Oh, okay. Y'all did Eli Gold dirty. You did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So was, they're anti-Bama. Yeah, Anti-Bama. Good. You, it's a good starting point. You did Eli Gold dirty. Uh, why? They, they pushed him out. He's okay? done. He's not well, coming back. I mean, back.
1: how long does a guy get to have He's the job? He
4: wants. He's a legend. Nah. He's called six national championship games. How old game. is he? 70-something. He's yeah. healthy. He's
5: fine. What about
1: Battle giving that? somebody else a shot at one of these jobs, man? All right, all right, yeah. And starting tomorrow, Dan and Mia in the mornings. Uh, I mean, what? I'm not saying <laughs> If you can going to make it work, knock yourself out. I don't know who wins there. <laughs> Uh, early retirement. I'm I just mean, saying. So, come I mean, on, look, man. At one point, can you change? The guy Chicago? wants
4: to do it. He's great at it. You let him do it. Mm. It's not like he's. It's not like his game is. And that's fair. Came that's back. Fine. I
1: don't know why they did it. I can, I'm assuming this is a Kalen DeBoer. Like is a
4: Southern legend. This is a
1: Kalen DeBoer decision. No, I'm sure I don't know that. I, I bet know it know. is.
4: It might be, but I don't know. Right. And
1: what else would seem to indicate that? I. By the way, mm. you've done a real bad job of working the system. If you've been there that long and and they they let you go. Well.
4: You see what I'm saying? Shout out to Mick Huber for getting out on his own terms. Yeah. But anyway. That, I mean, look, I, you're, you're right.
1: Here. No, that's fair. Yeah, they did him dirty. He's been there forever. He's yeah, good. He's good. You know, he's good, too. He's
4: great at NASCAR. He's great at Alabama football. He's been replaced by an Alabama guy, which is fine, but I don't like it. Man, oh, man. you want? <laughs> listen, you want to sit down right here, right now? We'll pepper you about that stadium if you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we got we got we got city yeah. government leaders. Yes, here, we do. Man. They're Just all over Salem's the place in the house. How you doing, sir? Yeah. Good to see you. Hey, Ron. Good Ron to see you. Ron Salem, yeah. sitting right yeah. here, city council president. We well, got give him a headset, give, us, you know, give him a hot seat. I didn't
1: know what he's sitting into I here, mean, Ron. Renasant, Ron. What have you done here, Ron?
4: Renaissance Bank is bringing out the heavy hitters here, man. This guy right here.
0: <laughs> Good morning. How are Good you, morning. Sir? How are you all? How are Doing you? Great. Awesome. I'm fine. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate
4: all the work you do for our city, by yeah, the way, Mr. Yeah, For sure. Tough
0: yeah. loss for the Gators last night.
4: Yeah, it was. It hurt a little bit. Stung.
0: Mm. But you know what? We're good.
4: Arrow
1: up. Yeah.
4: We're they good. were tired, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're good. I kinda saw that one coming. I have been on a little stretch here. That's a tough spot. It's the best team in the league, but Yeah. I, it's at least usually when your team blows a ten point lead, you feel like they blew a game. At least last night I don't feel like they blew it. They no. just kind of lost a good yeah. heavyweight fight yeah. at the end of the day.
0: Clayton looked real tired at the end. He, he did. did.
1: He did. Yeah, that's fair. That's good. And if good you, basketball think about, and you think about it, look at last, this guy. They're all coming in. in the in.
4: last ten games, they've lo- they lost. Weed. Oh, they lost <laughs> in overtime uh, at Alabama. And they lost a one-point game to Texas and yeah. m and they won all the rest. Yeah. So, they're doing fine. They're yeah. doing fine. Uh, we got a, we got a lot going on here, Mr. Salem. What's what's what can you tell us? How are negotiations going with the city and the Jaguars over the stadium?
0: Well, keep in mind mm-hmm. the the uh the mayor has hired a negotiating team. Yes. That have handled other deals such as this in the past. Okay. And she has assigned Mike Weinstein, mm-hmm. who is an old, old friend, friend. Mm-hmm. been around city government for twenty five years. Gets as, it. As it does. Right. As the point person. Okay. And they are negotiating and I have told them uh huh you know the city council. The 19 of us are not getting involved until the, until the negotiating process. They are keeping me apprised of how the negotiations are going. They seem to be going well. Um, I, I have told them that I need uh, 60 days, 60, t- to take a deal through the city council. Okay, meaning to have some public. Uh, sessions where we educate the community, Mm -hmm. maybe five or six of those around the county. Right. And a regular process through the city council. We don't want to put this on any kind of rush. Sure. Make sure everyone gets their questions answered. So if if we're going to do it during my term Mm – that means I you're have you up in, have
4: in the s- end of summer or middle summer. July week? one is July one is
0: when they throw me out. <laughs>
4: yeah. I don't want you throw. Yeah, I mean, I, I Stick need, around. So we got to get it done then by May first, yeah,
1: which 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 uh, should, uh, should be the goal anyway. No,
0: at the end of April, ideally, yes. uh, I have a deal that I can start that process. Okay, I like that.
1: I I, I don't want to generalize or or speak a turn, but when when it comes to the relationship between city government and pro franchises, they can fall anywhere on the scale. It seems to me that we have a pretty friendly relationship, right? We have a government that's friendly toward the Jags and a, and, a, and a pro franchise that appreciates what has to be done on this side. Is that a fair characterization? If it is, isn't that good?
0: I think it is. Okay. Uh, I I have had a, a good relationship with Chad and Mark Lamping. Uh, had a chance at the Monday night game uh, a couple of months ago to sit down with the commissioner. Mm-hmm. He wanted to kind of feel me out, I think, and see where mm-hmm. I was coming from, and make mm-hmm. sure I was committed to hopefully getting a deal through this year. And okay. uh, it was a, a very good meeting, mm-hmm. and uh, he understood my time frame, uh, and I hopefully will we'll get there. Yeah. What? So
4: this the mayor Mike Weinstein, the Jags, they come to an agreement. You you have you're, you're kept in the loop somewhat because you have to know this is a major stumbling. You know what I mean? There are going to be some – and there are going to be some speed bumps along the way, right? Is that fair to say?
0: Yeah, and I meet with Mike Weinstein about every other week. Okay. So he's keeping me appraised of how things are going Mm -hmm. and uh, if there are major decisions that have to be made on a particular uh, incentive or Mm -hmm. – Etc. I'll be involved in that process, and keep in mind yes, we have the council, city council has hired uh, Michael Hugh as mm-hmm. council, ah. which we did in September. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Michael has been involved to some extent. Obviously, his time commitment to the city council will will jump up significantly once we have mm-hmm. a deal because I can't talk to my colleagues. Right, Michael can. Okay, so, so Michael can run around the floor explaining one on one the various aspects of the deal and answer their questions, okay. which will facilitate the process. Let me let me just ask you this
4: one question. I saw a report recently, and I think it was by Gankarski. And I want to make sure I'm correct here so you can help me or may not know the answer. But are we negotiating stadium-only, or are we negotiating everything surrounding the stadium?
0: We are negotiating a stadium-only arrangement. Okay. And, and is the, that – go ahead. And, and that's uh, – Obviously, from my standpoint, it makes the deal much less complicated. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you start getting into Lot J and all those things, mm-hmm. it really complicates the deal. That's in a CRA, uh, community redevelopment area, which, which <laughs> w- technically would have to be bid out if we did it. And so it's a much cleaner deal if we mm-hmm. just deal with a stadium at this point.
1: And then could still deal with those things as a separate issue. That's right? correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: That's correct. And, and, and Ron Salem,
4: our city council president with us. For me, and you guys have done some great things downtown, but you know this. You've lived here your whole life. Downtown, we've always debated and gone back and forth and tried to, you know. Wondered what if. Yeah, what if, what if. Well, here's a guy who is willing to pour into it. So I think you all sense the opportunity, maybe is a fair word here, as we we begin to unfold what we could have with. The stadium and the surrounding area. Absolutely, yes. And
0: there's good things going on. You've got the development across the street, The mm-hmm. Four Seasons. It's yes. already occurring. The right. park along the river. Right. Potentially the Mosh at the other end of that park. Mm-hmm. Um, Aren't we looking into the University of Florida coming downtown and an offshoot of that? And a big that's a big project and as well. That is correct. Yes. One of the potential sites for that is the fairgrounds, mm-hmm. which which it could go there. Right. May go down by uh, closer to City Hall as a potential site. So. Yeah, I'm bullish on downtown. I, I know you are. think we're really moving. Yes. And I think uh, we we just have to get this stadium I, deal done. I, I,
1: and I would add this right now while we're talking about this. If you haven't been – downtown, it's not the downtown that it was 10 years ago even. Right. In fairness, yeah. there's already more oh, yeah. down there to do. It's oh, not yeah. like some desolate walk through tumbleweed to go downtown, yeah. especially on different parts of the river, maybe across the river and other places. But, boy, the the the, the, the prospects – of what it could be, it's it's exciting for all of us. Yes. I, I think it is.
4: Last thing for me, and, and we'll let you go, Ron. We appreciate the time, and we appreciate your transparency. But, and again, how confident are you that by May first we can have something in front of you that you can start working with the council on? Are you
0: pretty confident? I, I, I'm I'm very hopeful now. Okay. The vice president of the council is Randy White. If right. you know Randy, yeah, we know Randy. Randy's a West Sider, mm-hmm. and uh, Randy has indicated to me that if we're a little past May first, and I start the process with the council. Then th- I'm hopeful that he'll allow me to finish it. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Rather changing leadership on that particular issue in the middle of it.
4: Sorry, it's nine. It's not four. We we, we
1: we hear the chime ah, That's and
4: that's a perfect way to end it with yes. you. Yes. And we appreciate uh, you yeah, giving us the drive by, you man. Yeah. Nice. You very much. Thanks for having important yeah, work on. in front
1: of you. We appreciate you. Thank you. All right, let's do this. Let's uh, step away for a quick timeout. While we're at it, it is a custom tree surgeon's Thursday right here on the drill. 1010XL 92.5 FM. Well, it was a, a, a great opportunity here as we're at the grand opening of Renaissance Bank. You see what a big deal this is. Yeah. We get City Council President Ron oh, Selman. Yeah.
4: U- uh, US, U.S. Congressman John
1: Rutherford was correct. here. We, visited we sat with him. down with Ron
4: uh, which Mr. was Stanley? great timing.
1: Yeah. I was very, very uh, fortunate on our part. It would have been worth setting up out here just to have that yeah. ability. And I, I don't think you could in any way be discouraged by what we talked about. No, I like that. I like From what his answers, said. Right? I mean, because sometimes you like, you get to, uh, you know, yeah. you pull the
4: reins and it
1: sounds Hasn't like Hasn't happened
4: yet, which is good again. I Other
1: know than the typical partisan stuff.
4: Yeah. And I know there's going to be speed bumps. And, and And I think both sides... And again, I haven't talked to Mark Lamping about this recently, but it sounds to me like both sides are in agreement. Let's get the
1: stadium first, and then we'll look at other stuff. Well, which is we should all be in agreement for too. Yeah. that first and foremost you got to have that. Yeah. There is going to be enough in this brand new stadium that for a Sunday afternoon football fan, you don't need four seasons of the other. I'll stuff. say
4: this too about first off, Ron Salem is a, is a wonderful man. He's a good person. He loves the city. He's been in politics for a long time. He cares about things, and he's a huge sports fan. As you know, he's he's a big Gator fan, but he you he sat here and you saw how easily he was able to talk about Gator basketball in the team. break. Yeah. So it's he under, and he said, and I I don't want to get the quote wrong, but he said, you know, we have to get this. I mean, they yeah, understand. Well, and
1: I ask him to I just to characterize four so we know that you know there, that there's a scale of either combativeness or friendliness that exists. Ask Oakland, right? You don't want a situation where. Our government is the Oakland government, and our ownership is the A's ownership. Right? right. You know, so I was just trying to, you know, and I don't want to generalize, but it seems like we're pretty – the government's pretty team-friendly, and the team is pretty government-understanding, and he agreed with that. So that made yes. me And also understand
4: what Khan has already done. This is uh, all great news. Khan, four seasons is going up. Right. What's going up with the premise that we're going to have a stadium right there
1: next Correct. to it? Correct. That's so, true, too. That's also what Which makes you wonder if he's not going to – make sure it gets it done. He doesn't want a four season sitting on the banks with a Gator ball to bring in. Correct. Right. So yeah, those things all matter. He now are the awesome. And com- I
4: also liked, I'm sorry. I also liked yeah. the fact that he talked. uh, uh, Ron Salem sat down with Roger Goodell recently yeah. and they, they went At over Monday night. They showed Goodell. Yeah, there. yeah. And they wanted to understand, you know, again, where's the city on, on this deal and what's happening here with Jacksonville. So, I mean, I think good things are on the horizon here and we got a great opportunity. And, and again, uh, you know, I know that, you know, the University of Florida is is interested in and in, in there's they're working to bring uh, offs, offshoot campus uh, uh, here. And it, that's a huge deal. It's a billion dollar. I mean, there's so much good stuff happening that hopefully will get done here in the next few years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it was a good that was a good time to kind of catch up on where things stand, because we should. Get, I mean, it's almost March. Yes. You know, it's time to have some no, news. They, they've got March. The mayor and her contingent are with Shad Khan and his contingent, and we're they, making they got March, and April. Let's March go, and April to right? sort
4: Let's, of hash, hash it out and get it to Ron. But He needs 60 days. Now, he said, you know, Randy White, who will take over for him, will allow him some time to get it done. But we need to get done by the summer because we want to get things proceeding.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you want it just you want right. You you want it you don't want it hanging over you no. at all. No, no, any no. any any ramifications or implications. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sports. Yes, sir. I thought this watching last night. Uh huh. What the hockey sticks happened to us in the rotation for the NCAA tournament? Did I miss the reason why we're excluded now? No. Because I... we were in a formula, Dan, every four or five yeah. years we're getting a, a regional. We've did it literally. Four times in a row, and yeah. now suddenly we're out of the loop. Why th- is
4: that? I think we're back trying to get back into the loop, and I think we will get back into the loop, but I think there was a, you know. Because the, of the construction and the stuff down there? Is that why? I don't necessarily think it was that. I think it was like change of powers and, sing, and things, and and I don't know. I Again, I I missed that. That was I'm terrific. Not sure, That's but, a terrific sporting yeah. event for our city. When did we last have? Was it Kentucky? Was the one last one yeah, here? Yeah,
1: it's been a while. It's probably been more. Well, was, it's was it's been longer
4: with, uh, now than it has been in the past. I was there with Kentucky Jeff and Skinny watching the Cats. And what we, about Skinny? We heard from him lately? No, we probably need to put out an APB. You always worry about in. an APB for I know, skinny. skinny. I know. Mean, I'm not going to lie. Skinny sometimes. You skinny, just wanna, check in. Just uh, check and in. And let
1: us you know. Well, no, right. Nobody gets the paper anymore, so we won't see the old bit if Sally oh, comes.
3: Lordy. Lordy well, Lordy. I mean,
1: when we say I'm worried about Skinny, that's what we mean. Let's don't get ourselves. We can dance around it a little really? bit. Really? Yeah, I think so. NCA basketball tourney in. Jacksonville. Yeah, least that Google machine here. Let's see what we got. How many have we had? Um, uh, well, here is something recent. Jacksonville is bidding. Jacksonville is bidding to bring the NCAA basketball tournament back. That uh, was here in 6, 10, and 15. So, yeah, we're having it every four or five years. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
1: And now, um, you know, it's been nine, ten years. I'm just, why did we fall out of favor? It uh, just as a reminder, we saw Florida kick off their national title run here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, two thousand ten sounds like feels like a Duke year to me. Okay, I, I don't they know. won it, and Duke they was here. here. Yeah. yeah, Duke. Okay, so two thousand ten. Yeah, it was, there was a little, and st- then Carolina, I think, yeah. was here and they won it. I believe so. there was a little streak going. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. We've had three tournaments. I think all three times, our team went on the team that advanced from here. Won. I don't know, but the Gators won here on the. Uh, on their way to their first of two consecutive national championships, they played Milwaukee in one of the games. Yeah, they did the first game. Yeah, but uh, the NCAA has confirmed its opening round venues for. Uh, uh, this is an old article. Eighteen and nineteen already. Um. Um. Yeah. Well, nothing. No. No real news uh, reported on this since like twenty twenty. So. We need to be aggressive on that. We And I don't like the fact that we were there. Usually you get into that routine, and you're in that routine. Every four or five years, you get it. Yes. So whoever is responsible for dropping the ball between six – were we scheduled in 20, and then COVID knocked us out? I wonder if that's
4: a case. That could have been. Uh, we would have got it back at 21, though. I, I don't, I, I don't I, know I, the story. Yeah, so you we're, bring we're, it up, I don't have the answer. Yeah, so we're I dropping the ball answer. on that one. Yeah. I,
1: I had a – before we visited with Mr. Salem, mm-hmm. city council president, and mm-hmm. talked about the Jags and mm-hmm. the pending, you know – the stadium agreements. We were talking about the college football playoff and yeah. forecasting. Yeah. And there's a couple things. that And by the way, this is a forecast. Mm-hmm. And we still got another transfer portal. We still got spring practice. Yes. We A lot to happen between now and then. But conspicuous in their absence here. Conspicuous in their absence. Uh-huh. The Florida State Seminoles. Not considered to be top 12. Does that yeah. surprise you? No. Okay. I think
4: they're... I think they'll be in the
1: hunt, but I think they're fifteen to twenty-five. Um I guess changes. that they're 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 high on Clemson. They've got him as a three seed. They say that, you know, um I'm they, a little surprised they had a good recruiting cycle. Uh, their defense is the best in the, the ACC, great news, it looks like. The
4: great news for Florida State and for anyone is there's a path there
1: now. That's right. And what it should If you have the all- kind of year you had what, last year, you're what, not going to get
4: straight. I, and you and I have argued over many, many times, and your point was always, well, it's better with the Final Four, which it was, but I, I hated calling it a playoff. Now there's a pathway. Now it's defined. Now you know what? You didn't win the ACC championship, so you didn't get in. Your second best, you leave it to chance. Mm-hmm. If you win the ACC or the Big Ten or the SEC or the – Big Twelve, is that right? Yeah, you're in. Yeah, and then if it,
1: it, you don't, you you're might out. You might not. Who am I You, might, you might be out. Who am I leaving no, out? No, there's only four. The fifth is the group. The group of oh, five. Oh, gets okay, one. okay, okay, okay. They get the and last then, one.
4: Yeah. So those four, if you're in one of those conferences, yeah. you have a pathway to winning a national championship, which Correct. is a good positive step. Yeah, and and to,
1: and in total, you know, um, honesty here. Mm-hmm. I prefer a 12 to a 4. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I appreciated the 4 versus the 2 as much as I'm going to appreciate the 12 yeah. from the 4, whereas yeah. you weren't ever totally on board with that. So, no FSU in this. And, by the way, mm-hmm. you know, the the you Gator fans who take a beating out there in public mm-hmm. perception recently, mm-hmm. you know, Florida would have two or three more playoff appearances if it had been 12-team for the last 10 years. Yes,
4: they would have. You know, they, they Right, they I had wondered, years. Okay. And, by the way, uh, the official home builder For sure the, the Traskier.
1: I don't know about the other the one.
4: The official home builder of the Florida Gators is DreamFinders Homes. Uh, let's talk about the Gators for just a second here in terms of would Dan
1: Mullen still be the coach if there had been a Probably. Uh, but, well, 12 that gets yeah, you into the but, college football player? Yeah, playoff. listen, the, 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 the petting would have continued. The love would have been shown. If he's getting him to, right, a, right. you know, if he's getting him to the to the tournament, that's all you can ask for. Right. And by the way, that second team that he had in the tournament could, would have had a puncher's chance. Correct. The one that lost to Bama. Listen, Florida gave Bama a game at a time where no one was giving Bama a game. Right.
4: It was like fifty-one to forty-five. Yeah. However, that
1: was always two scores. It was always two. scores. But there was also a a turnover first quarter that that put Changed it on that game. and kept yeah. it that way. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Um, Let me ask you. This. I got news for you. As much as people, did, you know, as much as Dan Mullen bothered people, the program was in a hell of a lot better shape with Dan Mullen. Let me ask you this question. Yeah, if
4: the Florida Gators go eight and four with that schedule, you put them in the top twelve. You laugh, but <laughs> it might.
1: I don't know what kind of analytics it. they're going to use. I, doubt I don't it. know what. I doubt. But, it. but eight and four with that schedule. Now, if they're Versus and 10 and 2. should be ahead of a 9 and 3 team. Or maybe even a 10 and 2, depending on what they play. When you
4: get down to 12, give me give me last year's top 12 and give me the end. As you do that, I'll tell you to go to dreamfindershomes.com. They have an amazing first year uh, 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 interest rate of 3.99%. You can get all your information at dreamfindershomes.com. They're in 20 locations uh, to serve you in Northeast Florida and in, throughout eight states in our great country. I'm curious what. Give me eleven, twelve, and thirteen from the final poll. I just want to know what. Well, I, because you know what I need to shoot for. Well, here. we
1: can think that you know the whining and the crying and the complaining is going to stop, but no, it's not. Yeah, it'll keep. Uh, last year, Ole Miss was eleven. What was their record? Um, what were they probably? Oh, you don't have it. I'm just looking at the teams. I don't have their record.
4: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: But without, I think Ole Miss was ten and two.
4: Okay. I, I just want to know if like
1: nine I, and three and where the eight uh, well, Ole, Ole Miss, Oklahoma, LSU. Those were the 10, 11, 12, 13. Ole Miss beat LSU. LSU's going to get screwed in that one. LSU was 13th? LSU was 13th. Oklahoma was twelve. Maybe LSU jumps. I'll tell you something else I noticed from next year's uh, projection. Here we there we go. Casey's got Huh? It. Next year's projection. How many of the tw- LSU
4: was 9-3, and three and they were 13th. 10-2 and two got you in last year. Okay. So you had to be 10-2 and two or better. LSU, Arizona, and Louisville were on the outside looking in. And the first eight and four team was Oregon State and they were
1: nineteenth. Yeah. So you're gonna so have to you're be, it looks not like eight, ten and two. Eight and four ain't gonna get you in. Well, this is a different landscape than what next year is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Those conferences didn't add USC, yeah. Oregon, Washington. Who would have been the extra team last year? Um, Liberty Bibberty? No, who well who was it in in re, it would have been uh yeah, Liberty. Would it have been Liberty? It's Liberty, yeah. They were the only one ranked in the – they would have barely beat SMU, who's now an ACC team.
4: Liberty was 23rd. SMU was 24. Liberty was 13-0. and SMU was 11-2. and
1: Yeah, and there was an argument for SMU. It didn't matter as much. If this were a playoff, I wonder if SMU would have got in last year. Yeah. They played a much tougher schedule. They were in a tougher conference. They were uh-huh. in a group of five. But Liberty Biberty's not playing anyone. They're yeah. playing this little coastal football nonsense. Yeah. Well, it's not nonsense. But yeah, but I'm SMU's sure. playing a lot better teams. Yes. Like Houston. Yeah, that's fair. And, you know, totally. those kinds of teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting. So, 8-4 and four
4: won't get you in, though.
1: you got to go 10-2. and two. I, Well, the only thing that I'll say is, you know, we've eliminated a conference. There's going to be more 9-3s and 8-4s and and than we've had in the past. Yeah, maybe. We're not going to have all these, you Oh, because you know, you're
4: going to get, like, the 3rd and 4th SEC. Like, how many, like, in, a, 12, I got news for in you. a 12-team playoff, how
1: many SEC programs will get in? Well, next year, I was about to ask you. How many were in that,
4: Casey, in the, uh, in the SEC? Uh, in last the year, 12?
1: well, last year it would have been, uh, well, and are we counting – or we're just going to count LSU what was the was SEC the, last year? But i say Texas, the do they count? There they you, do now. Okay. Well, last year, would you count them? Yeah. Okay, you'd have Texas, Five. Bama, Georgia, yeah. Missouri, yeah. Ole Miss. That's it. Oklahoma.
4: <laughs> now, they're all playing each other, so that makes That's sense. That's what I mean. But yeah.
1: so I'm saying I don't – I think that we will have years where 8-4 and gets you in. Okay. I do. Okay. I Depending on how it – because we're going to have years – where 10-2 is the best in those leagues, Hick. Yeah. This is a different ball game. Nick Saban's gone. The level of competition is ferociously better because of these yeah. additions. Except for the piddling, middling, pitiful ACC. Yeah. Who, who through who it all, thought it was a good idea to bring in Cal and Stanford and SM freaking U. What a bunch of dunderheads. Well... Yeah. It didn't help. They didn't help a thing. And, they did not help themselves.
4: And FSU is not in good stead with them. They're leaving. They don't like ACC. ACC doesn't like FSU. ACC is going to lose. They're going to fight to keep them because they need them. And, boy, they should. You know what? If you take counts. and St-
1: that's terrible. If you take in Washington State, and who'd they Oregon take State with SMU? By the way, it would have been the same. Who? Who? They, oh, they brought another terrible Cincinnati. Who did they bring for with SMU? Cincinnati's in the no, big nobody. Draw. It was just those three. I thought there was a fourth. No, no, just SMU. Yeah. What a terrible conference! What a bunch of, what a bunch of dodos running that thing. Well, I got. Why you. would you ever pick those schools for what? You're not for the debate team, maybe I the debate know. national championships. I don't know. I mean, you've got to be some kind of stupid well, to watch the other leagues yeah. at Oklahoma and Texas and USC and UCLA, and you go, <laughs> and you go grab. Yeah, really, it was des- SMU des- and Cal.
4: Desperation.
1: Little. Needed- I see some knolls in there. Yeah. Dodos. Dodo bird. A dodo bird league. <laughs> I see them. <laughs> they're looking over at you. I got him. I don't care. W- would a 9-3 and three Notre Dame have gotten in? This year? Uh, yeah. Over That's like a, Yeah, a, Notre uh, Dame. Dame. Uh, they're 16th in this list. I don't think, I think so. I think I heard. Notre our, Dame needs to join. What's, I,
4: our, what's our girl's name who does ESPN and breaks down the college football players Yeah, Heather Dinnich. Yeah, I think I, I think I heard Heather Dinnich say Notre Dame could go undefeated,
1: but they'd still be fifth. Yeah, and they should and, be. They should. No, they shouldn't. Yeah, they should join a conference like everyone else. Yeah, well. That's what I'm saying. Okay, if then not, sh- that's you're, your... you're
4: saying they should be punished. But yes, they, I do. But if I, they I, go fifth based on who they play. Well, here's
1: the deal. Uh, they shouldn't be fifth. I don't. I don't. If they go undefeated. It, well, it would depend, I guess, who the other four are and who they're playing. Notre Dame is also going to run into some schedule stuff here. These conferences are going to get so full, there's not going to be room for Notre Dame at the end at some point. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Gotta, Notre Dame's got a lot in her. It ain't 1950. I don't, But it doesn't matter, Jeff. <clears throat> if
4: NBC continues to throw millions of dollars at them why why not take that you keep it i'll tell you
1: okay all right this is what i do Uh i'm cbs and i have it yeah who's my main competition what nbc yeah yeah what can i do to nbc to lessen their product so
4: are you telling me now that the networks do have influence
1: Oh, 100 percent. They have influence.
4: ESPN's so been side fields for years. So then FSU's fans write about Kirk Cur- Herbstreit. I
1: think. It, well, <laughs> I think it went beyond network influence with FSU last year. Uh-huh. I mean, there was a le- legitimate split of of you know, there's only half your team that's worthy, and that's the defensive side of the football.
4: We all agreed on that, right? They they got a deal with NBC through 2029. Yeah.
1: I, I Notre Dame. I'm tired of Notre Dame's gravitas in their free pass. You don't get a free pass. Well, there's no free
5: pass. I'm just well. Saying, first I... of
1: all, let's go back and change it. The prospect <laughs> of Notre Dame going 13 0 is ridiculous. So never mind. would well, they? Unless they're playing like Mac teams, who is going to play them? I don't know. Like future schedules, do they still show up? They they. Uh, and by the way, the ACC now they're no they're, the ACC is not attractive anymore. If they ever had a chance of getting Notre Dame in football, it might be gone. So, Although maybe Notre Dame wants to run that chicken route and play these easy schools in the ACC and rebuild their brand a little bit that way. All right, so Notre Dame
4: in 2025 20, plays Texas A&M, Purdue, Arkansas, USC, Navy, Boston College, the Canes, NC State, Syracuse, and Pitt. Huh?
1: It's the ACC. They played an ACC sc- That's a yeah. terrible skill. Sc- That's not yeah. a well. That's awful. Huh? That's an awful schedule, Hick. Well, like, that's 50th you, in the country.
4: Well, it's got USC. If Texas A&M gets good, there's no ways of knowing. you know. Bro, but, but here's, the, the, pro- here's the
1: problem. Those teams in there, because of these new conferences, have five of those games. Notre Dame's only going to have one or two. Every year, Florida, Bama, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, yeah. they're going to have five of those games every year. So if Notre Dame is scheduling the Arkansas and Boston colleges of the world, it's they're going to get stung.
4: 2026, Wisconsin, Purdue, North Carolina, Virginia Navy,
1: USC. That's bad. Florida State. Not good enough, man.
4: Michigan State.
1: You're getting the middle tier. You're, you're None of the big four are you playing, man. Miami. That's a problem. So now, you, now, so let's ask the question again: Thirteen and zero, should they be higher than five? Yes. With that schedule, yeah, that's not fair. That's a terrible schedule. You're playing all the middlings. Every one of those teams is a middling, and that's right around the corner. Uh. Just in time for the fourteen team. I wonder if they looked into that before they made the decision. Um, just as one last aside, and then we'll go to break. Yeah. If you look at the projection of next year, how, how many of the twelve are new Big Ten SEC Dan? And now you know you know that the ACC and Big Twelve each get one, yeah. and you know that the group of five gets another. Yeah. So there's really only nine spots. How many of the nine do the SEC corral? And the SEC and Big Ten, I mean. Oh, six. Eight. Yeah. That's next year. They would have had nine last year. They have eight this year. Yeah. yeah. Again, this isn't pride, I, and I'm not a Notre Dame hater. Mm-hmm. There's a reality here. Times have changed. Mm-hmm. A deal with NBC is not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. This is too much to battle against and these conferences are too powerful for you to argue that your win over Purdue should count the same as Ohio State's over Washington. I will
4: right, we'll take a break. We'll keep it rolling. We're at Renaissance Bank. They just had their grand opening. I heard cheers.
1: We got, I got movers and shakers. I see my my guy from Betro's Plumbing is out there. I we're running all kinds of people. Here. All right. Movers and movers and shakers. And shakers. Yeah. And Betro's Plumbing. And shakers and movers. This is the drill. Got some ZZ Top Tickets to give away. It's like old home week, man. Look at these superstars in here. We got Roger Weeder, Ken Amaro. I mean, it's like old school, old we I'm getting hugs here, E. I'm getting hugs. I mean, the legends of that. The legends,
4: of the, man. Of television industry, man, are here. I mean, I'm so telling Ken. Like- I mean, my <laughs> God.
1: This guy. Let me uh, tell you
4: about Ken Amaro, I just man. got
1: wits and wisdoms from Weed. Life is too yeah. short, Weeder told me. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Ken
4: Amaro, <laughs> Ken Amaro did. How Ken, uh, I don't have to mic yell, but how many years did you do in television? 40? 42, 42. years yeah, he was sure. in television, man.
1: And so Weed Weed was Put there. a lot of time in with these fellows, these brothers. Yeah. A lot Weed of foxhole time with these guys. Roger
4: Weeder got there right before me. So he was. you were like 84, 85. Did you start? 85. And I came in 86. And we, now, they're, they're, let me tell you about Roger Weeder, man. This guy, there was nobody better, nobody had the industry figured out better than Roger <laughs> Weeder. And that dog, he changed with it, man. He would, oh, he figured, okay, oh, you want me to shoot? Okay, I'll
3: shoot. And he would
4: get it done, and he'd give him that minute. Package and boom, he's out the door, man. He was the king, man. Weeder, he was the greatest. B one, yeah, and he did. He B one, we call
1: weed. B Metro yeah. B one. Yeah. He never, <laughs> he never, like he
4: never chased the big entry. He was just happy in his lane. Yeah, sure. He stayed in my his favorite fly. weeder, and he
1: lasted forever. My favorite weeders when TV news was going. Th- TV news was going through that uh-huh. period where uh-huh. we had to have forty sets and people yeah. had to walk left to yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And I remember they were walking one of the acres across, and there's Weeder standing next to a column, and then he tried to like blend into the column, no, like that's no a one great, could see It was him. a great moment. That was a great he, one. That was, he, you know he, what I'm talking he about. Knows,
4: he knows because it's on tapes everywhere. He <laughs> and he and he's on there, and they caught him, and so he thought by putting his hand in his pocket, I'm invisible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ah! Ah, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. these guys. And
4: Amaro. Yeah,
1: you didn't want to see Kitty knocking on your door, did you, Amaro back in the was, day? See, uh. Amaro
4: undersold himself, too, in the industry. So, Amaro <laughs> was like a legend because yeah. he's a consumer guy. Man, they love yeah. Kenny. The bow tie worked. Sure. He was Ken Amaro, I tell people right now, we're talking about Ken Amaro. These dudes look great, by the way. Haven't changed a bit, either one of them. No, same face. Yeah, Ken Amaro was like Ken Amaro was like the if they did the 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 Q ratings and all that. Yeah, he's the top, of course, right? And so Ken Amaro, he's he like Ken Amaro, man, he kept just chugging along, chugging along. I'm like. Man, Kenny man, you got to bury these guys. You got to go get some cash, yeah, man. Yeah. And he finally did have, like halfway through, he finally wised up and he went and the other stations came calling and I don't know if he got a free agent and, he, and they had to match and they kept him, man. Yeah, restricted. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: it was great stuff. Calvin really could only be so lucky yeah. this offseason. Yeah. To get the Amero treatment. Oh gosh, right. it was a great Ridley tonight when he praised. Let me get the Ken Amaro treatment. Yes, this offseason. yes. These guys were, <laughs> and
4: these guys were the backbone yeah, of that television better. station. This is
1: this is Anchorman, you know, level. Material. This TV. Oh, yeah. That's what TV was then. Yeah. TV mattered. Weeder is like local TV fit. doesn't matter anymore. It mattered yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah. A, you were know. a Weeder
4: would fit into the Anchorman. 100 percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. he's he's like the Sex Panther man. And, and by the way. Long before his beautiful wife, Rada, me and Weed are even way back when. We used to run.
1: We used to oh, run sure. a little bit. Yeah.
4: Back in the day, yeah. man. Me and the Weed. They don't yeah. know that, but me yeah. and the Weed used to do some yeah. running. Kenny was married the whole time I've ever known. Probably some I think J- Kenny got married when he was 12 coming over from the island. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think JSO was where y'all used to run. I'm just saying. Uh,
4: no, we used to run to uh, what, Harbor Masters, yeah. River, River, River. River what? No, river something. River run. River. It was like dollar river run. It's dollar, a River run. Dollar river drinks run. or something, man. Oh, River run. Boy, oh man. No one knows. I'm
1: trying to get off the topic. Yeah. If we
4: could, <laughs> we did the River run.
1: <laughs> or, yes, we did. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, we told Ken.
1: Ken? One, those, one of those. One of those. I mean, with all due respect, and I say it with love, but one of those river runs in and it was some nipple bleeding. Yeah, I had. Nipples. Yeah, my nipples bled. That was bad. Oh man, yeah, that that run. just sounds painful. Yeah, Can you imagine a nipple it, bleed, ladies and, and gentlemen? Oh. Uh, Casey, what if your nipples were bleeding? Wouldn't you be good. Would keep it? going. That's what seek you do. Help. Just keep seek, run, cro- seek help. Yeah. Seek yeah. Cross the finish some line with
4: red coming out of your shirt.
1: It's either that, or you come walking in holding ice cubes and bouncing up and down, also not a good look. Oh yeah. Uh, we were gonna see what's trending, but instead no. we'll uh, we'll just put a wrap on it. We yeah. had uh, great to see you guys, man. I Love wanted y'all. to. F- I, I, Love I had you guys. To say, good I people. Mean, I, yeah, there's a good, good folks, people here, man. Yeah, they're always. We really went good through to a me. lot together, man. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, we did. We're good, as far as we know. Um, we have ZZ Top tickets, man. What? Yeah. She got legs. Sharp-dressed man. Let's go. All kinds of ZZ Top man. ZZ they got beards. ZZ's big. Do they still wear those 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 Hell beards down to their knees? You think so? I'm working. Well, they're mind. the bees knees when it comes to local. <laughs> Where are they <laughs> playing at? Uh, Et.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I got his pair of ZZ Top tickets. They're playing at a the Florida Theater on March 5th. Huh? Go wow. to FloridaTheater.com for tickets. But I got a pair of them right here.
4: That'll be fun. Now you better come kind, you better come courteous, and you better come correct.
1: And uh, and then we'll come back and introduce you to Jaguars today. I love that. Thank our friends here at uh, Renaissance Bank. Boy, it's been a fun day. We've seen a lot of people, people we expected to see, people we come didn't expect them to them see. Come visit them over here at Tapestry Park. I know where it is. If I can find it, you can find it. That's fair. That is uh, very, very fair. All right, let's step aside for our final time. Haul. We'll throw it to Mike and Tony and Jaguars today when we return. You are listening live to the Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday on The Drill. Now, the two-minute drill
0: brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers, equal opportunity employer. All
4: right, the clock is ticking. Let's uh, welcome Tony to the uh, foray. And uh, see what he's got coming up on Jaguars today for a Thursday. Hey,
5: Tone, how you doing, man? Good morning, guys. Doing well. Uh, We will be addressing the Calvin Ridley issue today, as I'm sure we will a couple more times between now and the open of free agency. Uh, But today we're asking, assuming the Jacksonville Jaguars use the franchise tag on Josh Allen, which Mm -hmm. I think is a likelihood at this point. What do you think happens with wide receiver Calvin Ridley? Just two choices. Sign the extension with the Jacksonville Jaguars or leaves in free agency ultimately. So stay or go, what will your vote be? Yeah, I think the curious thing, Tone, is do they
4: let him get there? Do they let him get to free agency? Do you think that is the scenario?
5: I think they, they're they not going to have much choice at this point. I, like with yeah. Trent Baalke saying a few months ago, Yeah, it's going to be a third-round pick. It's going to be a third-round pick. It's going to be a third-round pick, right? Like, I don't know how serious they are about getting an extension done with Calvin Ridley before the free agency window opens. So, that would be what would trigger the second-round pick in that kind of Uh case. So, I think he's going to at least get to the free agency opening window, uh, Calvin Ridley, which means teams are going to be able to have the conversation with him. So, it's... You know, the question we're asking is basically how likely do you think it is that when that window opens that he comes back? He
4: comes back. Right. Oh, boy. It's going to be interesting. If he gets to free agency, man, uh, you know, all bets
1: are off to me. I, I, I wonder if what what kind of, uh, you know, communication there is. Calvin really is a different bird, right? He, he ran into anxiety issues in Atlanta that forced him away from the game. I think his – it's more I comfort think it's, level here. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a more important, yeah. you know, factor than it would be normally. Like Josh Allen's comfort level, I don't think it has a thing to do with anything. But it, right. and, and I'm not saying it does come into play. Right. But with Ridley, there could be some some different factors that we don't normally, you know, weigh in. And to that end, you would just you would just hope that he does love it here. Like, yeah. it. here's a Florida kid, you know. So there there some of that could come into play as well. And yeah. some of the
5: All return right. after two years off that affected whatever you know, happen with him in the offense, whether it be the routes or the comfort, like that kind of thing, maybe just being in that same kind of offense for the second year in a row, that would be something he'd be more interested in. That could be a factor, you know, in whatever decision Calvin Ridley's going to make. But it's along those lines that it's that kind of intangible thing that we usually don't think about all that much. It's usually, well, who's offering him the most money? Like that's usually the thing that determines Mm -hmm. where these guys are going to go. I think Calvin is a unique enough case that you leave the door open to the possibility that these other things could be factors in what he wants to do. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. All right, cool. Well, we got um, uh, Jaguars today. It's yes. a coming up next have a good with show, Mike Tone. Tony. Thank you. So, y'all, y'all have fun with that. We appreciate our friends here at Renaissance Bank. We had a, fun had a time great this time this morning. Yeah. And, and, uh, we come boy, back tomorrow. I wouldn't mind doing it here every day if they could make this like our – our studio, yeah, our studio away from studio, and just Is you know, there play golf courses on the simulator here. And play golf courses and get stacks of cash,
4: which I haven't tried. You didn't try on get the your way
1: out. Well, you can try. Yeah, you can try. I don't. I'm gonna walk up. I'm gonna let it like take a picture of my hitters. eye. Yeah, and then say stacks of cash, homie, and see what. Yeah, happens. I don't. Uh, can I? Can you do me wait. one favor? You want me to wait? Can you let me go out real quick in a couple minutes and then follow four or five minutes behind me,
4: Casey? If we get stacks of cash, me and you will split it.
1: You cool with that? I could use.
4: Yo, yo,
2: yo, 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 yo. What about (laughs) me? (laughs) Uh, Man. You know I got you,
1: baby. Don't nobody love a beggar. Y'all stop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, That'll do it, too. It's been a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. We will uh, see you tomorrow.